Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Two philosophers. Pashao. Modern day philosophers. With no fucking background in philosophy whatsoever. Hey, bullshit, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Wasted Content, episode 19. My name is Anthropos. I am Ozymandias. Fuck yeah. We are getting started today. I sound super fucking... Oh, oh yeah. yeah. All right. Welcome <laughs> to Wasted Content, episode 19. It's like fucking shock jock shit. Yeah. Fucking AM uh, AM radio kind of personality. More like fucking midnight stripper DJ on oh, like Wednesday or something. <laughs> Next on stage. Tasty Stacy. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh fuck. That's pretty good. Yeah, right? that, that's spot on. <laughs> kind of makes me wonder what the fuck I'm doing here right now. Yeah. And fuck not this. at a, Let's yeah, go to a fucking strip club. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, see you guys next week. This has been episode 19 of Waste of Content. <laughs> and we have bitter shit to do. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> uh did I tell you that fucking T-Rex calls this podcast? Waste of time. That's pretty good. <laughs> Fucking piece of shit. <laughs> What's your podcast called? Waste of time. <laughs> Yet he's he listens to it. Yeah, and <laughs> religiously. He's, yeah, he's listening <laughs> yeah. to this right now. Actually, as I speak, <laughs> you're wasting your time, and I am very grateful for that. Thank you very much. Thank you for wasting your time with us. Thank you. Yes, definitely. All right, so let's get started on let's get started on today's line. Next on the stage, it's Andy Gator from Abita Brewing Company. Maybe oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe this tests better. What it, do you think? I think so. I think yeah. people will like this. This will test better, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Andy Gator, it's a Hell's Doppelbach from Abita Brewing Company. So we haven't really uh, featured a lot of double box here. I think we've had a couple. And um, this one just caught my eye. It's coming in at an 8% ABV. And let's see what Abita has to tell us about this beer. It says, Andy Gator is a fearsome beast. Don't let his toothy grin, slightly sweet flavor, and subtle fruit aroma fool you. This cold-blooded creature is a hell's doppelbock that can sneak up on you. This unique high-gravity brew is made with pale malt, German lager yeast, and German pearl hops. Sip, don't gulp, and taste the wild of Abita Andigator. Hmm. Alrighty. Let's see how this fucking bad boy pours, man. Let's do it. Holy shit. All right. Got a lot of head on this guy. All right. So a lot of head here on this guy, uh, but quickly dissipating. The color we get here is like, um, I don't know, like an orangish yellowish. It's a little it's, hazy. Yeah. Tiny, tiny bit. Yeah. Looks a little slightly unfiltered, but not too much. You can still see clearly through the brew. Um, it's got a, a really, really nice, like orangish tinge to it, which makes me feel like, um, it's definitely going to live up to that 8% ABV. So getting started with an 8%er, man, Ooh. good shit. What do you get on the nose, man? 
not much. It's there's a little hint of orange there, but nothing too overpowering. All right, the nose is really bright for me. Is it? Yeah, but I can't really pin it down. It's just super bright, uh, a little floral, a little fruity. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely getting the floral thing. Right, I'm getting a little bit of citrus. Um, not much else. It, it smells nice. Uh, kind of muted. A little bit, a little yeah. bit, but it smells really nice, and uh, I'm I'm really excited what we got here with this double box. So let's give it a try, man. Cheers. See what we got. Cheers, brother. Hmm. That's a well-rounded beer. It finishes well. Fuck yeah. Really bright. There's definitely a fruit there. I can't really pinpoint what it is, but it's really fruity. It's real sweet. Mm Mm-hmm. It's got it's got a pleasant sweetness to it, and I think that's that's um that's pairing really well with like the, um like medium backbone of malt that we have here. It's it's definitely got a very very um uh, a very strong malt back note here. Yes, it does. And sweetness definitely always pairs very well with that too, like um. A lot of reds, a lot of browns, a lot of like the Mars and lagers that we've had. Uh, as soon as you add a touch of sweetness to it, it, it kind of like uh, it brings everything together and kind of accentuates everything else you have in there. Yeah, it does. It's good. I, I I can't really pinpoint what the fruit is. It's really fruity. It's really floral. It's ar- really aromatic to taste. Like it's really coming in through the nose strongly when you're drinking it. Uh, I'm also, uh, there's also a little bit of, uh, uh, and, and I expected this with the double bock. There's, um, a certain, like a, a little bit of a yeast to it. Okay. I think maybe that's where the, the semi unfiltered look is coming from as well. Um, but very good. I, I think actually that yeast is adding to the fruity notes that we have here. Um, but it's not fruity like an IPA would be. Uh, it's just more of like a sweet pleasantness, like kind of like a nectary mm-hmm. kind of deal. This is really good. It's very, very well balanced. That 8% is not really, really uh, coming in for me. Uh, I'm not going to say it's well masked. It's no. just it's masked enough. It's really, it has a really kind of bitter aftertaste, though. You know, uh, I, when I said it finished well, I just I felt that maltiness from it. But now that we're drinking it, light tinge of like bitterness, like tartness. I would have to guess that 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 citrus you're getting from from it as well. It probably has something to do with the malt. I mean, with the hops that they used in here. But it's it's well well balanced because I'm not getting a lot of uh, a lot of bite. So I would have to guess there's no IBU indicator here. No. But I would have to guess that the IBUs are pretty low, probably somewhere around like 30s or something like that. What kind of hops are they using? Uh, let's see here. Let's see if they tell us. Amarillo? Uh, it says... Seems like a staple nowadays, right? German Pearl Hops. Okay. Um, uh, Yeah, Amarillo, I think, is probably going to be a lot more featured on... IPAs. IPAs, yeah. yeah like uh, Simcoe, uh, Amarillo, 
uh, fucking Citra. Like those are the hops that you'd probably expect yeah. more on the uh, uh, on the IPA side. But um, I think when it comes to like German style lagers uh, or German style beers in general, you're you're not gonna see that. You're gonna see a lot more German hops that are that are uh, featured. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, very good. Very well balanced. I think everything plays together very well here. I'm having trouble actually coming up with something negative to say about the beer because it just seems very well-rounded. The only thing negative I do have to say is that bitterness. It's not pleasant. Uh, it feels good. It's well-balanced. It rounds off well, and then you get that like that finish just right on the fucking um, the tip of your tongue. It's really kind of like, I don't know, um, tasting a 9-volt battery. Okay, like eating uh, ass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 All you <right>. enjoy it. <laughs> and then there's just it's, that little... It's an acquired taste is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I'm, I'm really happy with this beer. Uh, this seems like... I don't know. I, I think the Germans just got it on lock, man. Because with the Marzen Lager, I said that that beer is the perfect beer. Like yeah. to, to me, uh, in, in my opinion, that's the most perfect beer you can have in any climate, any temperature, any time, any, you know, just anywhere. And there's not like really a season for it. Uh, obviously, it's fucking fall. And, and I think it does well in that season. It really does. But it's just so fucking perfect that I could, I, I could just have that kind of fucking that style of beer year round, no matter what. I don't know. I think because of the maltiness in uh, the Marzen style lagers, it kind of lends itself to the fall season because it's kind of warm and just, you know, um, it's really warm. That uh, That's the only way I can describe malt. It's just like this warm, welcoming thing. For sure. So it, it fits well with the fucking fall season. I don't think, um, looking back at, I don't know, for some reason in my head, spring doesn't really correlate with malt. Okay. Uh, you're looking at more like shandies and stuff like that, more bright floral fruity stuff. Definitely, yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, <clears throat> I could yeah, I agree with you. Um you definitely look for a lot of those bright notes in like the springtime. Yeah. Um all the flowers are blooming. It's just like the birds the, are singing. <laughs> yeah. The fucking sun is shining <laughs> and just yeah. The shandies are pouring. <laughs> uh I saw this uh, really funny comic strip and it had this little dude and it's fall and he's just like oh man i wish it was you know no it was it was winter and he's like oh man i wish it was warmer and then it shows him in summertime and he's like oh i wish it was cooler jesus christ and then it, it shows like me him, <laughs> was this me <laughs> and, then, and then it shows him in springtime and everything around him just like we said the birds are singing the sun is shining and it just shows him going, I wish I was happy. <laughs> oh. Okay, somebody's been following me around. <laughs> <laughs> there's always there's always something to complain about. If there's anything that, that, that teaches us, it's the fact that there's always something to complain about. Yeah. <laughs> we fucking love that shit, right? As human beings, we just love complaining about fucking anything and everything. Especially nowadays when we don't really have a lot of actual shit to complain about life is too easy we've become <laughs> bored 
and we're looking for fucking some sort of fucking trouble, some sort of fucking cause to fucking take up and like make our lives just a tad bit exciting because we're safe, we're well fed, and we're just looking for anything, any fucking excuse to be angry. No shit. Uh, I mean, even in that sentiment right there, I think that really encapsulates the fucking the the human condition. Life is too easy. What the fuck, <laughs> man? You know, just there's no fucking winning with us, I guess. I guess. <laughs> as as a whole, as sure. a group, as a group, there's just no winning with us. Yeah, dude, we were given paradise and we f- we're just like, eh, let's see what this tree has to offer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if I was in paradise and there was bright red fruit, like, doesn't that kind of signal like, okay, red is um, super appetizing. So we were made to like, uh, you know, okay. In, in that theory. Okay. okay. Because obvi- I mean, obviously I don't fucking, I, I don't agree with that theory. Really? I don't I mean, like we were just fucking, oh, boop, pff, hey, we're created we're now. shit into existence. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Weren't we though? No, it took fucking millions of years. Yeah, we were shit into existing. <laughs> okay, over millions of years. Yeah. In terms of like the time fucking- is relative, bro. Like you have to like whatever fucking t- a fucking frame of time you have, it's really relative. It doesn't matter whether it was thousand years, a million years. Like it could be a minis- a fucking minuscule fucking bleep in time. Okay, fair enough. In like a cosmological <laughs> timeline, yeah, of our universe, millions of years is definitely a blink of an eye. Yes. It's a fucking super, super small, infinitesimal fraction of time. But it, there is a big difference between um, a few million years and one day in a arbitrarily structured seven-day fucking um, construction Yeah, but everything is project. arbitrary is the point I'm getting to. It doesn't really matter whether it was seven days or a million years. It's all arbitrary. I mean, like, that's a big fucking a, difference. I guess. <laughs> I to guess. us. Relatively to us, yes, there's a big difference. Yeah, to be In the grander scheme of things, it's not. It's just the same blip of fucking time. Um, it doesn't fucking matter. It really doesn't matter what the time frame is. We were shit into existence. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think in in relative terms, you're right. Okay. Yeah. In in. Re- in relative terms so technically you're right and i I really hate doing that because uh being technically right is always the best kind of being right is it it is i don't maybe yeah because there's always like a stink to it i just don't like the this whole like dogmatic thing around fucking science where it's just like this is the way we are this is the way we think and this is the way things were you know it's really it's really fucking parallel to religion given telling you that the fucking we Got, uh, we became we came into his existence in a seven day span yeah it's the same fucking thing i guess like, you know if you ask scientists they're gonna tell you probably the opposite of what i'm telling you right now and i i like to think that i am scientific and i try to stay scientific but um if you were to ask a scientist or a physicist mm-hmm. they would definitely tell you that a million years is like nothing right they would tell you that so it's not it's not like this fucking like you know object of like just um Oh, this is how it is, and whatever. Like you're painting. If you actually ask scientists, they're gonna tell you, yeah, a million years is fucking blip. So, but but to me, oh sure, I'm just... not talking about the time frame. I'm talking about existence in general. Uh, your your whole argument is like I really really don't buy into the whole like we were in paradise, yeah, and the seven day thing. We were just shit out of nowhere, yeah, in seven days, yeah. It was really a million years. It was millions of years, yeah. whatever the fuck it was, yeah. 
that's also really dogmatic. You have to really buy into that theory to believe it. Okay. And I buy into it because of just like facts. What and facts though? There's it's just like records it's of, of human remains and the progression <laughs> of evolution that is shown through the like skeletal remains and um fucking artifacts that are shown yeah. that are found. So so my problem is I've been reading recently about the like Toltec, the fucking Mesoamericans, like central native people of Mexico. Okay. Yeah. Right. And the, the, the original beaners. The original beaners. <laughs> OG beaners. The fucking Toltecs, you right? You down with OGB? <laughs> <laughs> and there's this like really fucking elaborate constructed constructive narrative around the Toltecs about them being warriors and like uh these fucking like group of fucking fierce warriors and this and that and it's all this just like this elaborate like very fucking a well-constructed narrative around them and they're basing this on some fucking like bows and arrows they found okay like oh yeah they were there were there was definitely a tribe of warriors yeah yeah they, they, they were they were loyal and they were they were also cannibals look look they have there's another arrow here it's like oh, okay i mean sure you can speculate from that and it's all speculation is what i'm getting at. every that's fair all history is all speculation like we're i guess we're trying to fucking gather all these little things we call facts and create a narrative around it uh I, yeah I, I would say like definitely when you're trying to make when you're trying to make deductions on like what these people were like yeah and where their loyalties stood right definitely but in the terms of like the human remains and like the skeletons that they found in carbon dating and the progression that you can see of the evolution of the human cranium as well like how our brains um uh fucking grew and how we grew bipedal as well instead of slouching over and dragging our fucking uh our knuckles on the fucking ground that is pretty fucking that's uh, objective it's not how so it's not it really isn't it's it's all speculation again like we assume we this fucking remain is has some correlation to this remain I mean, we don't assume. We do we, assume. We just carbon date it. Yeah, that and doesn't mean the, the age. That doesn't of, mean one spawned the other. It just means one came before the other. Okay, so I mean, in terms of like the way that species reproduce, wouldn't it be kind of assumed? Exactly. It, like that. Okay, so what? So so what's your fucking theory that like some fucking hominoid fucked a goddamn raccoon and then you know? Like that's probably that's probably not how it happened. It was probably a humanoid fucked another humanoid okay. that probably had the same skeletal and cerebral structure, mm. and then that spawned a very small fucking genetic mu mutation that probably so did better. And how do you explain the differentiation between like humanoids, humans, and apes and monkeys and like that whole fucking split? The the fucking what was the common a, ancestor? Dude. Like God why damn. didn't they evolve at the same rate that we're evolving? <laughs> Because every other fucking lineation of the biological um, ancestry tree mm -hmm. has split in so many different ways. I mean, that's what fucking Charles Darwin's fucking uh, birds oh, the, shit the, was. The crackhead. The crackhead. Charles Darwin. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. He's a crackhead? He's a crackhead. Fuck it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm all for also it. Also celibate. And his view on fucking like gender and... Everything was kind of skewed because he was celibate. He was fucking. He he didn't 
he wasn't able to have sex so he had this fucking narrative in his head about fucking gender okay that's that's great and we could definitely dive into that yeah but his documentation of the same bird species on separate islands developing separate traits was pretty goddamn objective speculative oh my fucking god what the fuck it's all speculation like you're looking at two different species and saying oh no hmm. it's the same species let's see this this guy that's, over here has a longer beak because that's the beauty because evolution and this guy has a shorter beak because evolution i i'm you know i'm i'm completely dumbfounded right now are you yeah i am because Good. you always seem to come in with some kind of fucking angle that i don't expect <laughs> and I don't know if it's because you're trying to like, like uh, actively be a fucking, uh, what is it called when you don't want to agree with shit? What is it called? Uh, There's a name for this. Negative Nancy. No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, contrarian. Contrarian. I don't know if it's because you're just trying to be a contrarian or if you actually fucking think that Charles Darwin was a fucking guy who's full of shit. Uh, a little bit of both. Okay. Fair enough um well it's not two different species it's the same species and uh you could definitely fucking see that through uh like analyzing them on their genetics and it just so happens that they adapted to their fucking environment and dude i can't believe this shit yes but I adaptation just... is not the same thing as evolution okay all right, go ahead. That was basically adaptation is not the same thing as evolution adaptation right. is your you're adapting to your environment it's not a product of evolution it's a product of the environment yeah adapting yeah. to your environment which makes you spawn mutations that are more successful in that environment and make it to where the creature that um uh fucking how can i say it uh doesn't that inherently make them a different species no it doesn't it doesn't so then we are the same species as the fucking whatever common ancestor right no because there's there's like there's lines in the sand you know like oh this one was a knuckle dragger and he lived in trees actually mm -hmm. this one lived in trees and he stayed on top of the trees and then this one shows like some wear and tear on his feet and his knuckles from dragging them right and then that one shows wear and tear on his legs and he also shows like a very straightened out backbone which means that he was bipedal and he walked upright okay and so there's like very clear lineations um of like how this creature lived so one has different. a longer beak and this one doesn't because it adapted to its environment okay so that inherently makes it a different species if there's a clear delineation of which where they split off and they have a common ancestor then that <laughs> makes them different species no, it doesn't. <laughs> it just makes them. It's, it's make. It makes them the same species, but with different mutations. So, like, okay, so like, you wouldn't grab a fucking alligator and a fucking bird, and be like, oh, they're the same species, but one of them developed feathers and a beak, and then the other one mm -hmm. is like, it lives in water and shit. You wouldn't do that. But by your logic, we have one common ancestor yeah yeah we do yeah we have one single celled organism common ancestor yes okay <laughs> fuck i can't believe i'm having this conversation with you 
You know, I over this weekend I fucking heard somebody chime in to their child about uh fuck. It was just like uh in passing that I heard this shit. And it was Oh yeah, I mean, you know, if they if they if they had you believe what, you know, they want you to believe that we all came from monkeys while at the same time there's <laughs> monkeys here. So, you know, how does that, that make like my sense? argument. It does. Yeah. That's why I'm so fucking incredulous right now. Because that is such a fucking ignorant argument. Is it? Yes, it's an argument based on ignorance, which is great. Mm. I'm like really, I'm feeling very good about this right yeah, now. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, just, you're this high intellectual and you can see the traces of evolution in our fucking our <laughs> remains. I'm not a high right. intellectual, but yeah. I at least very much know about this. I know about it too. <laughs> what I'm saying, it's just speculative. It's, there's no real determining fact. Like, we've all agreed that this fucking reality is, for some reason, fact. Yeah. Yeah. Through observation and right testing and um, uh, peer-reviewed studies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that seems really arrogant. That. <laughs> that seems really fucking arrogant on it's humanity. It's a scientific side. process. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, if you say so. There was one book on evolution about the fucking, in the Galapagos Island that fucking defined all this. Uh, it was the basis of it. I mean, they didn't stop there. I'm sure that there's fucking loads and volumes of fucking work that has been done towards the argument for evolution. Sure, but you is- can make the same argument about everything. Like, we, I have molecules, they have molecules, and we are all just one being. And thank you for solidifying your argument based out of <laughs> ignorance. <laughs> I'm carbon based. They're carbon based. We are we are but stardust. That's true. What does Neil deGrasse Tyson say? That's true, bro. That's true. We are star. We we are stars. He doesn't say it like that. Yeah, he does. No, he says it way more smug. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) They can do it. Did you know? Did you know that we all come from collapsed stars? Yes. You know? (laughs) You know? uh, You know? And whenever whenever anybody asks me if if uh jesus is true then i just tell them oh oh you know you you have to really look into the sky and we have to get children more involved into uh looking up because everyone comes from stars right and and not a lot of people know this just mm-hmm. me and a few other smart people yeah, yeah. that's it so just uh <laughs> make sure that next time you're a stupid fuck. <laughs> Look up. Yeah. Hey, Anytime bro. you have your, an opinion on anything, just remember, we are all stardust. And also check my Twitter feed <laughs> so that you could have better opinions. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that I'm shitting on him right now because I really fucking love him. Yeah, he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that smudge piece of shit. <laughs> That smudge piece of shit. That smudge piece of shit. All right, so, <laughs> all right, so I, I've been a, I've been a big fan of Neil deGrasse Tyson for many years. I I, I love the fact that he's brought um, science to the forefront into like pop science. He's kind of like done yeah. a lot of work to bringing science into the limelight, and and I respect that. And um, obviously, I loved his work in Cosmos and all that stuff. And a few years ago, I got an opportunity to go to to a convention where he was the um, fucking key speak, keynote speaker. 
And uh, so I, I, I fucking went over to Boston and uh, I didn't have a pass to go see him, but I snuck in very easily. It was, you know, it's so incredible, like how easy it is to sneak into places. Yes, it is. It's just like so stupid because your like sensibilities are exactly what prevents you from getting VIP or like center, like front and center stage, like anything, any kind of event that you could think of. You can absolutely buy yourself a general admission ticket and get into the fucking front of that. Which we've done several times. We've done this many fucking times. Yeah. Uh, uh, fucking, it's, it's just so fucking awesome. Uh, I'll tell you exactly my master plan here. I stood by a door where I noticed that there was a restroom about 15 feet away from this door. And there was no security on the outside of the door. But every time the door opened, I could see that there was security in there. I also noticed that no nobody was wearing any kind of fucking uh, wristband. So the purpose of the guy standing inside of like on the inside of that door was really meaningless to me. It was like, all right, so what's your fucking job to remember who goes in and who goes out? Of course. Yeah. In a fucking place that has at least 3000 people, 2000 people, 3000, I don't know. Dimly yeah, lit. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so okay, this is gonna be fucking easy. And then the door opens, and someone goes to the restroom, and then I just catch it right before it closes, and slip right in. And um, you know, I sprinkled some fucking water around my crotch, nice, so I could look like I had a mishap, and <laughs> to bring some credibility. You really did. That? I didn't do okay. that. No. <laughs> I just fucking walked right in. This yeah. is what I did. <laughs> I belong here. Is the attitude you have to fucking take that's every time exactly you do this? It. I belong here. That's dude. That's exactly yeah. the fucking approach you should take to fucking anything. Yep. You should take that approach definitely to your fucking professional career. Fuck the imposter syndrome. Yeah. You fuck, belong wherever fuck the fuck the you are. Syndrome. You work your way up there. You work to get to that level. You belong there. Uh, there's a lot of uh, common sayings that uh, tip their hat to this too. There's the infamous, uh, not infamous, the fucking well-known uh, fake it till you make it. Oh, yeah. But there's also the... You accuse me of this a lot, actually. Is that right? Yeah. Do I do that? Not recently, but in the past, I want to say maybe like four years ago, five years ago, I was being accused of this in our little circle of friends. Like, oh yeah, fake it till you make it, huh, bro? All right, like, like in regards to what? I don't know exactly. Oh, all we right. we were in Vegas and I I got hit by a fucking limo. Or, yeah, or, or um, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> and I was just kind of like so nonchalant about it, just like oh, whatever, dude. Like insurance will take care of it. Let's just keep going with our fucking night. Yeah, I parked and you guys were like, "Fake it till you make it, huh, bro?" No shit. What am I faking? You're probably faking the fact that you were responsible for that collision. Oh, I did fake that. <laughs> that I did fake. <laughs> Allegedly. All right. So I like this story. So let's go ahead and tell this. But we're, um, when we're done with this one, we're going to jump right back into um, the uh, like uh, act like you belong. Okay. Uh, and then my story with, um, with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson and how he's a smudge piece of shit. So we'll jump into this one. Uh, we were in Vegas for debauchery, just like everybody else is, right? Yep. And um, I clearly remember driving down the strip. We were in a very brand new car that you had. Yep. Which uh, cost a pretty penny. It was a, it was a beautiful car, I got to say. 
Uh, it allowed us to get to Vegas in under three hours, I believe, because <laughs> oh, you were driving at 160 miles an hour on the fucking 15 freeway. Just about. <laughs> Give or take a few miles. You were driving so fucking fast that the little indicator for like the freezing temperature came on. Yeah. And it wasn't freezing temperature. It was you were moving so fast through the already cold temperature that you tricked your car into thinking that it was below freezing. I remember that. What a piece of shit. Yeah, that was incredible. It was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. But either way, I remember we were driving down the Vegas Strip, and we were kind of in front of the Bellagio, right? Caesar's Palace. Caesar's Palace. You're right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, take it away, man. <laughs> we're uh, driving down Las Vegas Boulevard, and you know, as usual, how old were we at the time? Like 23, 24? Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, about we're 23. Looking around at all the potential women that are there and just, you know, catching a nice fucking view. So, uh, one of our friends, Mr. Salsa, in the car goes, Oh shit, look at her. So we all <laughs> turn. And as we turn, we feel the impact. I mean, it didn't happen that quickly. I feel like we we're watching her for like a solid 15 seconds. <laughs> Which was, it's, it's terrible because um, never did it cross any of the other passengers' Kudos minds. to her. <laughs> if I recall, she had really nice tits. Yes, she did. <laughs> but I, I, I like the fact that no, like every, everyone else was so entranced with tits that nobody stopped to think of, wait, who's operating this motor vehicle? <laughs> <laughs> And then, boom. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't sound like that, but... Yeah. <laughs> to that effect. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly, we were ogling something. <laughs> Allegedly, we struck a limousine. <laughs> well, and we... Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to say allegedly we did or didn't. There was a collision between our vehicle and the limo. I am no one to say who caused that, though. I don't know who caused it. Yeah. It was the Stardust. Um, so we hit, <laughs> we get off the car and immediately anger from the fucking limousine driver. What the fuck? Watch where you're fucking going. What the fuck are you doing? Coming onto my lane? Blah, 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 blah. Just anger all the way. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep calm and wait for the, for the cops to show up. Cops show up. Guy starts screaming at the cops. Right. Saying that we're fucking idiots, that we don't know where the fuck we're going, this and that. These fucking tourists don't belong here. <laughs> All this bullshit. And I'm like, I don't know what happened. So we're <laughs> we're going over to this casino. We're driving down the lane, and this guy encroached onto my lane, and he fucking hit me. Right. And this guy's still screaming at the top of his lungs, talking shit. Yeah, he was losing his shit, man. Yeah. And I really like I really like the fact that he tried to base his argument on, uh, these tourists don't belong here. Like, dude, do you know where the fuck you are? Yeah. Your your kind of your whole state runs on the fact that tourists are here, right? You dumb fuck. <laughs> the whole point of this everything that you see around you is for fucking <laughs> tourists, so that you could pay no fucking sales tax. You dick fuck. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so he keeps arguing and he's fighting with the cops at this point because they're kind of on our our side because we're so calm and just. Like, we don't know what happened, man. We don't know what happened. He came over to our lane. It looked like he was trying to merge. And 
that was the end of it. They took our side. Yeah. Um, I would also have to say that there was one key piece that helped us in our argument. And it was the fact that the debris from the collision, because he did lose a few um, accessories in the collision yeah. from his vehicle. All of those accessories had been pushed by the traffic that had been continuous be- like before the fucking police got there. Uh, it had been slowly kind of pushed by all the oncoming cars onto our lane. Yes. So when the cops got there, hey, um, all of this crap is on their lane. So kind of looks like you hit them. <laughs> yeah. And then he lost his shit again. <laughs> so the cops naturally took our side and we're just like, no, man. Yeah, we're, we're on your side, cops. We definitely are on your side. We agree with whatever you're saying. So I guess that was a fake it to make it moment. There was another one for that fucking trip. Okay. Where we, uh, as soon as we got into the hotel room, you and fucking Assface were doing front flips onto the fucking beds. I did we talk about this? I don't already know if we have. All right, fuck it. Let's just talk yeah, about it. Yeah. So again. you and Assface were doing front flips onto the bed, or wait, wait, sorry. Assface was doing front flips onto the bed and bouncing off the bed, and and in typical Anthropos fashion, was just like, I can do it too. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. <laughs> Jumps. Successfully does the front flip, lands on the bed, bounces off the bed, tries to catch his fucking landing, and hits the fucking glass. Yeah, the window. The window. Yeah. Boom. Shatters. Shatters. In- immediately. <laughs> so we all, we all go, fuck. This was, this was like less than five minutes into walking into that room, too. Yep. Right? It was like nobody had unpacked. We were all setting our shit down yep. while this was happening. <laughs> so we all go, shit, now we're going to have to fucking pay for a window. There goes the fucking deposit. And Assface goes, no, 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 no. Yeah. Let me call a front desk. Yeah. Calls the front desk. He goes, hey, you gave us a room with the broken window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. Really apologetic. And they upgraded us. Fuck yeah. They yeah. upgraded us to uh, poolside. Yep. If I recall correctly. Uh, uh you know what i i, I want to say that the person that has taught me this fake it till you make it the most in my life has been ass face fuck yeah I, i'm gonna give him a lot of credit when it comes to this uh he's just like this it, like that's just like something innate in him it, it's like a part of him and i seriously doubt that if you were to try to change that from him you would be successful it, it's just like a, a very very much cemented part of of ass face no matter where we've ever gone he's always been like no nah, dude don't trip like we could just go fucking- to the better part yep yep yeah we belong there yeah i know we paid for these seats in the boondocks but we're gonna go to the front because we belong there yep yeah. and then just fucking act like it and then everybody else is gonna fucking play right right on through with it yep and it fucking works it's fucking great I saw an interesting mouse study recently um, where they had these two mice going through a maze, right? Okay. And uh, the scientists doing the study, depending on what mouse they think is going to do bad, uh, that's the one that does worse on the maze. Okay. It has nothing to do with the mice. They're two identical mice. Okay. Right? So because their belief that that mouse is going to do worse than the other one, it does worse. 
and it doesn't matter which mouse. So they fucking switch back and forth. They fucking like, they change the mice. They make new mice or whatever the fuck they do. And just based on the mere belief that the that mouse is gonna do worse than the other one, okay, it does worse. What the fuck? Exactly, dude. That's stupid. Exactly. That's no. stupid. I I I would love to take a look at that study because that sounds like horse shit. It does. It sounds fucking stupid. <laughs> but it kind of plays to that fake it till you make it thing. Um, if you give off that fucking same fucking vibe that you belong there, then people buy into it because we're all fucking sheep anyway. Okay, I get human beings, uh, you know, going off on this, mm-hmm. but I don't understand rats going off. Of well, this. we're all the same species, according to you. We're all <laughs> from one common, <laughs> one common ancestor. According we all have the you. same sensibilities, <laughs> and we can all fucking we we're all observant of everyone else. Whether uh, it be so conscious fucking, or subconscious. That's so fucking stupid. I don't believe that for a second. I'll send you the fucking study. I'll take a look at it. Okay. Okay, so I've seen uh, a similar study in humans, but I fucking actually believe this one. Okay. And the study... You're the arbiter of whatever studies are accurate or not? Uh, to myself, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm the okay. arbiter of any fucking bullshit. Fucking delusional much? Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> but I just don't see how, like... Well, what can you be imprinting on the mouse? Like, are you like standing there and like, like looming over him at the start line? Well, that's line? the question. Like, they and didn't you're like they you're didn't a piece define, of shit. They didn't define what it was. You're but a it, fucking it kind shitty of, rat. It gives fucking credence to the idea of like fucking just negative thoughts and like you oh, suck at mazes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, this mouse is gonna do worse for whatever reason. Whatever reason they justify <laughs> the mouse is gonna do worse, it does worse. Your internal fucking. Um, your internal sense of direction is fucking terrible. Exactly. You're a fucking you're you're a fucking low light. It instills self doubt in the fucking mouse. That's so fucking stupid. How no, does that happen? It's not. Okay. So let me tell you about the one. Dude, on, every on study that's ever done in fucking on mice yes. correlates well with humans. It's not a probably one, not everyone. It's not a one to one, but yeah. uh, all the fucking pharmaceutical studies, all the fucking everything we've ever done to human beings is first done on mice, and if it's a successful, lot of it, yeah. On mice, then they translate that to humans. Okay, that makes sense in like terms of studying different like medications and stuff like What's that. What's the difference? Or like substances, but like thought, just like a that's thought. what I'm saying. Like, there's this fucking dogmatic belief that uh, this tangible reality is reality. Yeah, and it it really isn't. There's studies like this that prove otherwise. They can't really specify what it is that makes the mouse fucking be unsuccessful at this maze but there's something there okay uh all right so the one that goes towards humans uh the study that i read on this was they came to a class of like third graders Mm -hmm. uh so like um you know very susceptible to uh the power of suggestion at this point you got kids uh you know their fucking uh frontal lobe hasn't developed so they're very uh, uh I, I how can i say this suggestible gullible. yeah suggestible I, I think that that goes off better than um gullible than gullible yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh they took two classrooms of students that had performed at a very similar fucking uh rate on like uh kind of like uh state designated testing what is that shit state assigned testing says i don't know what the fuck okay all right so um they got two classrooms of students that performed relatively the same. And then for one of the student groups, they told them, oh my God, you guys are fucking geniuses. 
you guys tested right. at a very high level. Yep, I've seen And that. if you keep this up, yep. you guys are going to get into college. You guys are going to get scholarships into college. And holy fuck, you guys are just like showing a very elevated IQ. And then to the other ones, it was like, well, you guys are like pretty fucking average. Right. Like, just kind of like really, you know, like really right on the baseline. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, we've eh. seen this in action in our own lives. Where they fucking divide everyone into like accelerated courses and just like menial courses and like all this stuff. Uh, the majority of people who go into accelerated courses do go on to college and succeed in college, other than yeah. us. Yeah. Other than you and I. <laughs> Aside from you and I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the exception for that study. For sure. You, you had AP classes? Of course. What does AP stand for? Accelerated something. Proficiency. Proficiency. Maybe I don't know. something like that. All right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, what happened was this group that was told that they were exceptional, um, became exceptional. They did. They fucking absolutely did. They, I think it was like 40% of them got scholarships and yep. went to college. And then the other group who was, uh, just as fucking, um, how can I say this? Uh, uh, they performed at the same level, just as unexceptional. The other group that wasn't told that they were exceptional, they didn't. They yeah. like showed like a very very low percentage of actually of uh, going into continued education, a uh, very low percentage of getting scholarships, and it was just because they were told so. Yes. The power of suggestion. It was like you're told you're, you're not exceptional. Awesome. You're yep. You're just some like you're an average person. Like yep. that's what you're gonna do. You're gonna you're fucking your course of fucking what the fuck was our fucking um that stupid career fair. Okay. Do you remember our career fair at the high school that we fucking at Polk High? Uh, we I, all I, left. It I was kind just, of do, but to be honest with you, all that I remember was military recruiting. Exactly. That's all. That's I all remember. it was. It was military, police, uh, medical assistance. Yep. Air Force, um, Army Reserve. Yep. Uh, Navy, and uh, and I I can't really tell you any Dunder Mifflin. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like any local businesses that were up there, I can't tell you that. No. Yeah, so you kind of like program this into the fucking people, and it's just you you limit their fucking you limit their fucking potential by telling them they're not exceptional. They start to believe that, and it's kind of like the placebo effect. Like you tell them when something's gonna if you have people believe that something is gonna work, then it works. Like this sugar pill is gonna cure your fucking diabetes, and it fucking cures it. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's a, an absolutely incredible phenomenon. Uh, I, I would really care for that to be studied a lot more in depth because um, the placebo effect uh, specifically has a lot of fucking implications to modern medicine. Yes, it does. Yeah. So, uh, I, you know, I, being someone who... Uh, doesn't subscribe to any kind of religious dogma i kind of i was always bothered by hearing these miracles it was just like oh shit there was a group of fucking people that surrounded this patient who was terminal and they all started praying and uh they all joined hands and it was an incredible spiritual experience and what the fuck the cancer goes into remission and uh they're cured 
It helps, dude. Fucking it fucking bothered helps. The fuck that out fucking of me. positivity fucking helps. It's incredible what it fucking actually does. It, it bothered like me though. Patients that fucking give up completely tend to fucking die, and patients that are willing, that want to fucking live, and they're fighting to fucking live, live. Yeah. Because of their own fucking will and their own fucking perseverance, it helps them. It helps their body recover. It's incredible. Yes, but um, I think the 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 point of interest is. What the fuck is exactly going on physiologically, you know, mentally and physically that is actually causing this phenomena, uh, this miraculous phenomena of um, repair, like actual fucking repair. Well, see, that's the thing. It's kind of because it's not consistent. It's kind of touted as like pseudoscience, uh, some like holistic bullshit. Yeah, so yeah, that's fair. That that's kind of my problem with the this whole like dogmatic structure of like scientific studies and like scientific belief. Like it has to be this and it has to be that. It has to fall under these like fucking arbitrary rules that they've set up at some point. And if it doesn't fall under these, then it's not true. It's not real. That's not reality. But we've known it to be reality in other cases. Well, um, I think that that statement really highlights your misunderstanding of the scientific method because it's it's never posed as as it has to be this what it's posed as is it is this it, no. um, it, it is this and we have peer-reviewed and studied and repeated the test sure to under be this. these arbitrary rules but there's always fucking room to be wrong as well really yeah what about really? all these fucking archaeologists okay that- have their fucking structure they have this rigid structure of how everything is done and they've all collectively decided uh i'm speaking specifically of egypt okay and the fucking pharaoh and all this bullshit and how um there's evidence there's fucking evidence that the fucking this stupid sphinx um there is what's this the, the I'm, I'm thinking of the, <laughs> like the way it's standing you know it's kinda, okay uh, kind of jutting out at you yeah, yeah. that's that, what that arm movement was about <laughs> yeah that's stupid shit there's evidence now that there's corrosion caused from water in a fucking desert right so i've heard of this yeah so all that all this corrosion like it was dismissed because this is the way it is and this is the way it was and there was this rigid structure this rigid fucking ideology behind fucking carbon dating behind this and that behind all this but like there's clearly fucking signs of fucking corrosion and only now it's being accepted into the fucking like general fucking zeitgeist of fucking archaeology yeah that these things predate what we thought they were dating or or um other natural events happened there that we would think were not possible exactly at, at given the time frame exactly right? yeah but i mean you're saying that it's now being accepted and and analyzed and included yes because of the push but not the, yeah, not because the of the way. scientific method okay but because of the push of these other archaeologists looking at things from outside of the scientific method okay it's like no it is possible like this is possible and this is why it's possible but you have these like fucking these zealots these people who are so like rigid zealots the, zealots that's yeah I'm zealots saying. sorry i'm thinking starcraft um <laughs> those are zealots too are they <laughs> yeah fuck <laughs> Don't trip. I pronounced it that way too. Perfect. When I was fucking 13 or yeah, whatever. I think I got it from you and it just Zealots. Sucked. Zealots. <laughs> My life for Exactly. Yeah. That's a fucking zealot right there. <laughs> fucking giving himself away right away. <laughs> so you have this fucking zealots that are so 
fucking just fixed on this ideology like this is the way things are and that's it like there's nothing else beyond this and i think that's a bullshit ideology and it, it a lot of people in the scientific community fall victim to this ideology i i i guess but also the the mere fact that it's now being accepted into the like um uh, into whatever like, like archaeology and uh the dating that's happening there I would bet my bottom dollar that it's only being accepted because it has been now tested and peer reviewed, not because some fucking guy said it. Yes, so but, it's still following not, the scientific method, but not by people who are the fucking um, the heads of these fucking scientific communities. It's from outsiders of the scientific community that are doing this. It's not the scientific community that's doing this. Uh okay. I, I'm only gonna I'm only gonna invoke this. Just to give you an example of the way that the scientific method works. There was a fucking debate between Ken Ham, I think it was his name, and Bill, Bill Nye. Nye. <laughs> there, it was a fucking uh, live streamed event that yeah. I watched. And um, I, w I, fucking, I don't think that there was any real progress that was made on either side. The only thing that was, um, I guess, uh, mentionable about it was the fact that Ken Ham continuously fell back on his excuse of, well, there's this book yes. that tells you about how everything actually happened. And Bill Nye, time and time again, said, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh-huh. And I, I think that right there gives you a very fucking good example of the way the scientific method goes not necessarily it's, i don't know for sure so i'm not gonna fucking sit here and bullshit you and um if you can present facts and data that support um uh, another fucking argument sure that's we will take that's a look bill at nye. that that's not all the scientific community no that is, what is I'm the saying. fucking scientific no, it's community bill nye is not the fucking representative he, of the scientific he community isn't. mr fucking genders on a spectrum Fuck yeah you. i know i know no he was he's super not disappointed he's not the that. representative of the scientific community he's a he representative of himself and I do take his stance, but also because if there's this fucking sect of human beings that can fall victim to this ideology, what fucking dismisses the scientists from fucking falling victim to the same fucking thing? But just basing their religion around science instead of fucking God. Um, okay, so these scientists are humans, so obviously sometimes they're going to fall victim to this um, cognitive dissonance. Exactly. Uh, they can't fucking uh, change their ideas because this is what they've known and this is what um, all the data has presented to them. So they've made a conclusion already. Uh, I can see them falling into that trap for sure. But like the dogma behind sci the scientific method, there's no room for that. There's no room for you to be full of shit. There's no room for you to like stick by a conclusion even though you're being presented a lot of evidence that counters it. Have you not seen the whole fucking debate between fucking uh, climate change? There's a group of scientists yeah, that have. are for climate change, that cl uh, climate change is real, and then there's a group of scientists that are saying it's not. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what you'll also find is the, the scientists that are arguing against climate change are in the pockets of corporations. Mm, They're yeah. being paid off to say as much. Right, so um, I would not say that those guys are I'm not gonna say all representatives of, of the scientific method either. I don't think anybody is really. 
well, they're human beings. So they're susceptible, they're susceptible to uh, greed, corruption, exactly. and fucking um, fallibility. It's just I guess. my way is right because I get funding if I say my way is right. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. All right. Well, um, this is definitely a fucking heated topic. Uh, let's jump back. Let's jump right back into this. There was another topic we we're going to jump right back into, right? Mm, somewhere. Yeah. Like, a couple like episodes ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. every fucking yeah. episode we have something we're gonna jump, jump right, right back, back into, into. <laughs> fuck it well we gotta move it along we're gonna go over to our second beer of our lineup today so would you mind telling us what we're having Ooh. here we are having sweet sensei from los angeles ale works it's a pale ale Ooh. Sweet Sensei Pale Ale is the best in the West. Damn, that's a big fucking claim. Uh, El Dorado Columbus, whatever the fuck that means. Hops. Those are hops. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Rise in the morning. Smell the sweet hops that we're brewing. West Coast tropical dankness shines through in this double dry hop pale ale. Created with our friends from Fortunate Youth. Exclusively from Law yeah yeah that's right so we have a beer that was a collaboration between los angeles ale works fortunate youth and the craft beer kings so cbk yeah this is cbk right here so um cbk uh, as we've mentioned in previous episodes has brought together some friends from the reggae community and some friends from the brewing community okay sat them down at the same table and had them fucking create something Nice. So this is a collaboration between Fortunate Youth, Los Angeles Ale Works, and CBK. And um, I'm really happy to feature this. We're going to be having something else in today's lineup that was brought to you by CBK as well. A collaboration. So fuck it. Let's see what we got with Sweet Sensei Pale Ale. Holy monkey. That's a beautiful head on this. Yep. Big and frothy. A very prominent foamy head on this beer. Look at the lacing on this, dude. Holy shit. Yeah, definitely. Fuck yeah. All right. And this guy comes in at a 6% ABV. And uh, we don't really have much other than uh, the, the the hops that it's calling out here. Yeah. Got Eldorado and Columbus. All right. So this is pale. It's a pale ale. And uh, I mean, fuck. Um, I would say that a lot of these styles of uh, beer are hardly ever remarkable. Right. They're claiming to be the best in the West, though. So. No shit. That is a tall order. So yes. uh, let's see if they fucking live up to this, man. Um, I. It looks a little, little, little unfiltered. Not too much. It's got kind of like a yellowish tinge, which is what's to be expected of a pale ale. Yeah. And um, let's see. The the head has dissipated a little bit. It's still there. It's still, it's still, still very hanging prominent. on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Super oh, fruity. smells nice. Yeah, super fruity. 
their selection of hops is uh definitely coming through right here on the nose i can't quite put my finger on that smell it smells very familiar it does it does it kind of smells like a juicy ipa mm. there's something else there that's it's making me making me it's making me nostalgic for something and i can't quite fucking put my finger on it yeah that's interesting uh to me it's just kind of it's kind of it's kind of smelling a, a very similar uh it's it's got a very similar nose to a lot of the a lot of the juicy ipas that we've uh uh you know encountered that's interesting if they're going for the west coast thing yeah, 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 I would say that they would kind of have to stick to that. There's like a guideline for the West Coast style. Yeah. Um, this isn't an Indian pale ale, which means that uh, the hop content is isn't as prominent. Um, what what delineates um the differences between our standard pale ale and an Indian pale ale is uh an Indian pale ale it actually has a lot more hops than a regular pale ale and um the the reason why that was done was because they had to transport their beer um on ship so they had to uh put a lot of this beer in a lot in in a bunch of barrels and they had to find a way to preserve this so they found that hops acted as a very very good preservative um that's also why you have um an imperial stout and then you have the russian imperial stout gotcha so russian means it's a bunch it's a lot more hops in there because it had to make a longer voyage which means you had to preserve it a lot better so that's very uh, interesting i mean considering the time now where shipping is not that big of an issue because we have refrigerated shipping no ship i'm curious to see an imperial stout without hops well, um, there is that. There's just is there? yeah, just regular imperial stout, Russian imperial stout without hops. Uh, right, but I guess that would make it not a Russian imperial stout. Maybe it would just be a regular run of the mill imperial mm. stout, because the only thing that that's the difference between those is, is the amount of yep yeah. the amount of hops. So um, yeah, now that we have um, uh, expedited shipping and we have refrigerated uh, shipping containers, that is not no longer a necessity. But that taste has become um, iconic in these styles. So it's just kind of like a, a matter of necessity right. that, that we became acclimated to those tastes. Evolution, those huh? Sure. <laughs> let's call it that. All right, man. Let's see what we got here with Cheers. this sweet sensei. Sensei. Cheers, brother. It's sensei, actually. Sensei? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sensei. Sweet sensei. Because it's, oh, uh, it's referring a... to gotcha. sweet sensimilia. Which is um, Sensimilia is um, uh, kind of like a, a better product of marijuana because Sensimilia actually literally translates to without seeds. And um, if you are a connoisseur of, uh, of herbs, then you would know that um, the one that has seeds, it spends too much time trying to procreate and the one without seeds doesn't have to bother with that. So it produces a lot more flowers and a lot more of those like little orange hairs. I, I forgot what they're called that release the cannabinoids. Cilia? I guess so. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they're called. 
Right. It's why they separate the male plants from the female plants, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're you're always smoking female plants. That's right. Yes. Yeah. The female plants are the ones without that's, seeds. They're the ones that flower. Yes, correct. Yeah. And then the male plant is the useless motherfucker. Piece of shit. That's just used for the seed. Hemp. Yeah. Well, hemp. Okay. Yeah. So all the hemp that you get is a male plant of the marijuana. Nice. And then all the fucking bomb shit, all the dank fucking, Ooh. all the sticky, icky, icky is Love the, that sticky, icky, icky, bro. <laughs> is the fucking female. So that's what this is referring to. It's a sweet sense Amelia. And that's actually one of their top tracks as well. You know what the smell reminds me of now? It kind of like triggered a memory. Okay. I was saying I was kind of feeling nostalgic about it. Yes. Um, Like a fruity pebble fucking cereal mix. What the fuck? Smell it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Smell it out of your mug. Okay. Is it just me? Yeah, it's just you. Fuck you then. (laughs) It's Fruity Pebbles, bro. All right, fuck it. Down the hatch, man. Cheers. Cheers. That's not Fruity Pebbles. Real nice. (laughs) Holy shit. That's awesome. Oh, shit. We have a pale ale with flavor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. That's fucking awesome. All right. So this beer is already going well and above and beyond what I was, what I was expecting from it. Um, uh, When I think of pale ale, I think of like a fucking Pabst Blue Ribbon, like just piss water. Okay. And um, this is far from that. Uh, You know, I think the six, the 6% ABV certainly draws the line there uh line in the sand but um the flavor that we're getting here is fucking awesome it's really resinous you're definitely having that hop flavor come forward but it's not overly hoppy it's interesting i don't think i've had have we had other pale ales here i think this is the first showing of a pale ale for Mm. the wasted content podcast We've had plenty of Indian pale ales, yeah, but not any pale. pale ales. This is the first one. Hmm. So I'm getting I'm getting super floral, super citrus, super pine, but with none of that lingering, um, kind of like stick to your tongue, kind of um, yeah, uh, bitterness that the IPAs feature. Yeah, this finishes really well. It finishes really smooth. For sure. Yeah. It's got like a very, very dry and quick, abrupt finish to it. Dry is what it is. Right? Yep. Oh, that's awesome. It it, it comes in with... It's um, delicious. It, it's a flavor punch up front. Yeah. And then it just, it's gone. Yeah. It doesn't stick around to fucking like, you know, uh, have you figure out how complex and how it's evolving. It, it has no mind to that. It's just like, here's what I am, and boom, and take another fucking sip. That's nice. That's a nice pale ale. That's dope as fuck. That's a beautiful beer. Holy shit. Yeah, uh, my think, expectations weren't high at all for this. No, thing. they weren't. I, I can definitely enjoy this. I I would buy this again, honestly. And like just absolutely have it on a fucking summer day, barbecuing or something. Fuck yeah. God damn, this is good. Yep, um, everything's playing together very well here. Um, it's got uh, a medium to, yeah, like I, w- I want to say like a solid medium body to it. Mm-hmm. 
um the head has gone but it's still laced around the edge and uh fuck that that flavor profile it's just it's very upfront and apparent and um just uh like i said just very bright florally citrusy um fruity uh there's a very pleasant sweetness to it Um, tasting like hints of pineapple on here yeah definitely definitely there's there's like definitely like a citrusy pineapple-y uh uh uh, flavor to it right in the middle Mm -hmm. it's like hops and then fruit and then it all smooths out yeah it's like a piney it's like a like a semi-piney pineapple yeah (laughs) yeah piney pineapple (laughs) it's a piney pineapple Oh man, this is fucking super cool, man! Second showing for craft beer kings, and they're fucking coming through. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, This is also Los Angeles Ale Works second showing on the show. Yep. Um, they did the uh, Misix juice before. Right, right. So we had that a couple episodes ago. The one that wasn't blue, right? The one that wasn't fucking blue, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, this is awesome. Uh, my standards for a pale ale are way fucking way below what i'm going to be grading this and um i I just i've mentioned this before i fucking love to be pleasantly surprised and when this kind of shit happens i mean this is what this uh project is is about it's about uh coming into uh, you know styles of beer that we already have some kind of preconceived notion of and then watching brewers take that and run with it and do uh and and have like a twist to it an unexpected twist and the unexpected twist that we have here from the sweet sensi is fucking flavor that is never expected (laughs) from a fucking pale ale that's a fucking pleasant surprise this is delicious what are you rating this in the category of pale ales i'm gonna give this a 7.5 it's a seven for me I'm leaving room for growth. The ABV is kind of low for my preference. It's flavorful. I yeah. haven't seen this from a pale ale. Um, I like that it's not overly hoppy. You do have that hops up front, but it's not overpowering the beer. You have that floral taste, the fruity taste, and it's it's pretty well-rounded overall. It's going to be a seven for me. All right. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stick to my 7.5, but I'm also like having trouble like kind of figuring out how this style could be better so you mentioned you know abb has something to do with this and um honestly at six percent this is already on the high end of a pale ale Mm. um they don't typically go past this they usually stick around (sighs) excuse me like a four to five percent sure uh six percent is kind of like pushing the fucking you know yeah uh, i'm I'm looking for someone to do that i'm looking for someone to go above the six percent and like just be like bam here it is it's not boozy. It's fucking high ABV and it's fucking flavorful. That's what I'm looking for. This is flavorful. It almost hits every fucking checkbox, but the ABV is still kind of low for my preference. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think I'll set seven point five. Uh, I kind of want to give them an eight. Um. But uh, it's a good uh, beer. It, it is. It's really good. Uh. You know, I'm I'm gonna switch to an eight just because this went above and beyond my expectations. I'm going to set it at an eight. That still gives the pale ale category a lot of room for growth. Yes, it does. So, fuck yeah. You know what, dude? I'm actually fucking realizing right now 
that we didn't uh, fucking rate the Andigator from Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we totally just fucking moved well past that. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. What are you giving the Andigator? Ah, oh, fuck. You know, it kind of sucks because I don't have any more of it to taste right now. Welcome to the stage, <laughs> the Andigator. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. So, uh, Hell's Doppelbach. Uh, very well rounded, eight percent, well masked. Um, fuck for the Andigator. I'm I'm gonna give that one an eight. Eight here as well. I did yeah, enjoy the maltiness yeah. from that, and that light sweetness to the malt is really fucking good. Yeah, that's a fucking super solid beer. Yep. Uh, another one that I wouldn't mind picking up, um, any time of the goddamn year as well. Yep. It's refreshing and it's eight percent ABV, and that doesn't happen often. So I think a solid eight percent for me. Um, yeah, I'm happy with that rating. It's got an eight for me too. Yeah, very good. All right, so an eight across the board for the Endigator. For the Sweet Sensi from Los Angeles Ale Works, we're doing seven point five on my end. Seven for me. Seven for you. All right, very good. So we're jumping back into like a million other topics, right? Yeah. Uh, we're talking about the scientific process. We're talking about evolution. Jesus We're Christ. talking about Las Vegas and uh, fake it till you make it. We're talking about... Let's go back to fake it till you make it. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Let's do that. So. Welcome back, Orgasmatron. Um, <laughs> fake it till you make it. I think... I don't know, dude. I... I blah, 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 blah. I want to buy into this like whole positivity <laughs> thing where it's just... Ah, uh, yeah, fuck yeah. You kind of just, you know, you you create your own reality. You spawn things from reality just based on your own fucking... Or you're influenced into creating your reality. I think that's more that along the lines of the studies that we've discussed here. Right. Yeah. But also you can change it. Absolutely. If you you're can. well aware that you can do this, and you, then why not just be positive all the fucking time instead of being this fucking negative Nancy bitch that I am all the time <laughs> and just looking at the fucking just criticizing everything and like talking shit about everything. Why not just be fucking positive <laughs> and have everything be positive in my life? No shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sounds simple enough, right? Doesn't it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I understand. I'm smart enough to realize that these studies are fucking actually applicable. Yeah. And I've seen this work in real life. Yes. Where positivity. Ah, oh, God damn. We're starting to sound like the fucking secret, bro. Just, be positive. You'll spawn things into I'm a, creation. I'm about that life, Are you? Bro. I'm about the that secret? life. No. I'm get, about get that off life. Oprah's dick, bro. I guess, bro. Reggae has done the very same for me. It's all about positivity. It's Bitch, all about I was preaching positivity to you before reggae, and you fucking just dismissed me like a fucking idiot. Your your argument was probably like just like cheesecloth. You know, like I could just fucking cheesecloth? Yeah. Like it was like it was probably like Swiss cheese. Let's let's call it that. My argument about positivity? Yeah, it was probably just like along a, these like, bases. It was just like, no, dude, like stop framing everything in your mind in a negative aspect. Yeah, I remember having that conversation with quite a few different people, actually. I'm sure everybody is on this. It, they, so here's my problem with positivity. It's framed as this fucking go ahead fucking thing. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> everybody wants to present it to you like they're presenting new evidence. Yeah, it's like, hey man, guess what I figured out about life? Yeah, here's a fucking uh incredible idea yeah i just came up be positive all, bro all it all changed my, my life <laughs> look at 
this this was all I was thinking negative. You know, kind of like that Tony Robbins bullshit, like fucking. Ah, fuck. It kind of just stinks of fucking snake oil salesman is what it, it does. does. Positivity. It, does. it absolutely does. But it works. Well, because the also, unfortunate part is that it works. Okay. Well, so fortunate. Sorry. I, I think I think the part where it starts becoming or looking like or sounding like snake oil sales is when you're trying to preach it to someone who has lived a life of strife. Lived a life of strife. Right. I like that. It rhymes. Uh, the life of strife <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh when you're trying to preach it to someone who uh comes from like a fucking socioeconomically disadvantaged standpoint okay and you're over here like oh man if you just change your fucking mentality then you're gonna be successful just and rich pull yourself up from your bootstraps there it is that bullshit <laughs> dude so th- okay so that <laughs> ideology is something that has been reflective reflected in a lot of our fucking points too i know i've heard that shit from us listening to these episodes it's like oh stop using like fucking everything else is an excuse you can do better la 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 but the reality of it is you can it, well you can but it's really fucking hard to as of well of course if you're not used to this and you okay the way our fucking minds work right the the way our minds work, I, I like I like this uh, analogy to it. Um, it's like a fucking a slow trickle of water, right? So the like a very very steady, um, uh, menial stream of water created the Grand Canyon. Yeah, right? we I was know gonna this, throw right? that at you right now yeah. too. I'm gonna throw something that you've never heard before. <laughs> but it was a little stream of water that created the Grand Canyon. Right, just perseverance, yeah. and persistence, <laughs> right? So that's that's actually the way that our neural pathways work too. I know it's repetition. So the repetition of negative thoughts creates easy pathways. Like your mind's just like, oh yeah, everything sucks all the time. So I think that all the fucking time. So everything else that's going to be presented to me in the future is also going to fucking suck. Your mind, you have trained your mind to expect everything to suck. Yeah. And you can do the very opposite, but it's just like exercise as well. But even people that feign positivity will tell you, don't expect anything. Don't have expectations because expectations are what let people down. It's what fucking conditions your mind into being negative all the fucking time. You expect things of reality. You expect things of other people and they don't come through because they're not what you expected of them. I, I, I fucking have to tell myself this and I've shared this with a few other people as well. I tell them, you know, whenever I see them upset or disappointed with someone, with someone specifically or with humanity in general, I'll say this. I say, you know what your problem is? You got to lower your expectations, man. You got to lower <laughs> your expectations because the fact that these people are disappointing you means that you have very high expectations of them. Okay. Which um can be caused by quite a few different things that's like, also really negative light on things though if you're expecting too much of people then you're expecting by not expecting anything of them you're expecting less of them i guess so but here's my fucking here here's my um uh how can i say this um my incentive to lowered expectations okay if you have lowered expectations you're going to be more pleasantly surprised more often Man makes plans, God laughs. Yes, um, the um, the plans of uh, what is it? The the plans of mice and men often go awry. Isn't that it? Yeah, from mice and men. 
Sure. <laughs> I thought I was worried, which way did he go, George? <laughs> which way did he go? Um, definitely another fucking um, <laughs> line that I could apply to my life uh, from that book. Yeah, that comes from an AP course that we both took. <laughs> <laughs> All you other fucking stupid idiots. <laughs> <laughs> didn't get that <laughs> i like that i like i like the, the the fact that like an ap course had like a legitimate retard in this literature like oh you guys are way better than this retard over here <laughs> <laughs> or we weren't that was the point of the story right because he was always positive and his positivity led to his led to his downfall okay all you right know, this high hyper optimistic view on life yeah and this like rose colored glasses view on life is also detrimental absolutely yeah. yeah yeah so you can be positive but you also have to be realistic about your expectations I, I, so i guess that's the point it's not have expectations that aren't realistic it's just be realistic about what you expect of people is that the point because I what so. i got was don't be a retard um, <laughs> that's what i got from there <laughs> apparently not <laughs> also don't um try to like strangle and rape women that's what i got from that too I didn't get that at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, um, that's, you know, that's the way that I pose it. Um, probably I'm giving terrible advice, but I, that's what I do. I say, hey, just lower your fucking expectations. If you do that, you're going to be more pleasantly surprised from people. Okay. Or, or fuck, here's dude. a fucking novel idea. Why don't you communicate your expectations to people? How about that? Oh, that one works. How about fucking that, that one? That one works. How about I tell you, I expect you to fucking perform at this level. Yeah. Here are my expectations. And if you do not fucking perform at this level. Yeah, I got dumped last time I'm I did gonna that. I'm going to be. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry? I got dumped last time I did that. These are my expectations. This is what I expect of this relationship. And oh, it's over. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I guess she saved you a lot of fucking time. I guess. What do you mean? I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, she just fucking, you know what? I respect that at the, at, you know, I do. I fucking respect that so much. Someone being like, oh shit, your expectations are over here. I am not going to be able to meet them. So ah. you know what? Let me not waste your fucking time anymore. Ah. How about fucking that? That's I fucking like that. Ah. You know, um, this is something that has been posed to me um, in this last week, actually. Um, le like I legit had a conversation with the director of operations at okay. my new employment where he was telling me kind of like, kind of like beating around the fucking bush about it. But I mean, I'm really smart, so I could see right through that kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, he was having a conversation with me about people who assign themselves to a task and then immediately they know that they can't, uh, live up to the expectations of that task. And if they were just a decent right, person, those are self defeating thoughts. So that's no what I'm fucking saying. Like shit if for you, real, if dude. you think that you're not gonna fucking do it, then you're not gonna fucking do it. If you go at it with the fucking positive aspect of like, yeah, I can do this. I belong here. I am capable of doing this, and you're yeah, going to do it. Yeah, this guy was totally fucking preaching self deprecation to me, which is weird because he also transitioned into a conversation about. If I really want to know how growth works within this company, then I should talk to him about it. So it, it's, um, I mean, the fucking goddamn duality of man is strong in this individual. Yeah, we are the exception to all our rules that we create. No shit. Uh, this guy's like, oh, you know, if you feel like you can't um, uh, live up to expectations of the role, 
then you know a decent human being would just come out right and say it. They would just say, "Hey, you know what? I cannot perform at this level. What the? So fuck? I will not waste your time. Uh, you know, hey, fucking, that's a beautiful thought, mm. but also that's a terrible seed to plant in somebody's mind. Yes. Why not take the fucking opposite? You know, why not take the 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 counter argument of you know, um, any time that you feel that you're not able to meet these expectations, remind yourself of how far you've come and every everything that you've done, all the effort, um, all the fucking hard work that you've put to be able to come to this point. You've obviously fucking wowed some people in an interview and you have passed the fucking test. You've been through a fucking gauntlet, right? Every fucking employment opportunity at a higher level nowadays. You know, I'm not talking about frontline. I mean, no. right there, you just have to have a fucking pulse and a fucking uh, social security number. But any fucking higher level employment, you have to go through a fucking gauntlet. Yeah, anything at a higher level, it ne doesn't necessarily become because of your qualifications. It's a personality test. They're wondering Absolutely, if yeah. they can work with you, if you're you're someone capable of accomplishing something. And even if you don't have the skills for it, you're going to find a way to accomplish something. Yeah, no That's shit. That's what they're trying to figure out, especially at a higher level, especially at someone with a bigger income. There's, yeah. They're not worried about whether you've done it before. They're worried about whether you can figure it out. Right, exactly. And, and I think another important aspect of that is, are you going to have the right attitude about it as well? Right. Yeah, because there's plenty of people that are going to be able to figure it out but they're going to be fucking shitty and miserable throughout it. Yeah. And they're going to make everybody else shitty and miserable too. And um, if you could fucking keep a positive fucking uh, mindset about things, even during times of strife and a fucking difficult situation, that that's leadership right there. Yeah, I think there's the duality of man, especially in me. Okay. Uh, I feel especially like, in you. Especially in me. Espe okay. Outside of like the professional environment, I feel like I'm kind of just looking for a negative aspect. But inside a professional environment, I remain positive, and I realize that we can all accomplish what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Because it's fucking menial work. It really is. Anywhere you go, any office work is just like uh, stupid. Yeah. Some no of it shit. is fucking completely absurd bullshit jobs. Yeah. A lot of it is uh, documentation. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, a lot of it on the higher level is absolutely documenting shit that's a big central point in management right yeah. so i can understand where the self-defeating thoughts come from it's just like what the fuck are we really working towards for uh what the fuck are we really working for here what's the objective why am i here what is my purpose here hey there you go that's the fucking question right there that's the question that'll fucking like uh cut like cut like a fucking hot knife through butter. And if you're not fulfilling your fucking expectations, your own expectations of yourself, then you just start spiraling down. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, you have, you no longer have motivation. Exactly. Uh, you no longer have vision, focus, direction. Uh, you're just fucking like a leaf blowing in the fucking wind. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> dude. It's kind of depressing. So absolutely it is. So what, <laughs> We figured out from uh, Oprah's The Secret <laughs> is just be positive. Absolutely. Be positive. Yeah. And it sounds like fucking um, hocus pocus bullshit where it's just like, oh yeah, positive attracts positivity. And it, it really fucking does. Yep. I hate agreeing with fucking Oprah and the stupid fucking secret, but <sighs> I don't know. I, I really do think that positivity breeds positivity. It does. It does. 
and um and i think the the inverse of that statement is also true yes if you fucking want to go around being fucking super negative and pessimistic about everything hey guess what you're gonna find yourself surrounded by a lot of like-minded individuals you're gonna have a bad time (laughs) (laughs) for sure for sure yeah it's it's an attractive force it's the power of suggestion it's the placebo effect in play right it's believing that the rat this rat will be better than this rat in the maze yeah no shit and it will i love that just i love that simple power of belief fuck yeah and um i i wanted to bring this up while we're discussing the placebo effect as well uh and you you brought up that story about the mice and um i i wanted to say i wonder and i wonder if this study has been um done and i wonder if it showed the same success rate but i wonder if you have individuals who are in on it if they know that they are not exceptional but you're just telling them that i wonder if the study has a similar effect you know because we were talking about how we're um highly intellectual individuals <laughs> yeah and we are very aware of when this is happening right well, yeah i've sat through hr meetings where they're just fucking spewing out fucking bullshit and i'm sitting there thinking like god dude you think i'm fucking stupid is what you're thinking like and then you have people just buying in yeah. fucking hook line and sinker is just like oh yeah yeah me- Positivity. Meanwhile, meanwhile you're in the back of the room doing the stroking motion yep at every fucking word that's coming out of the present presenter yeah because we're above that we're highly intellectual <laughs> right <laughs> so i i would have to wonder if the individual in the test is aware of the fact that they are being uh tested on the power of suggestion i wonder if the a test has similar effects you know I've seen placebo studies where they know it's a placebo and it still works. No shit. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess we have our answer there then. Yeah. I'm so, going to have to look into the, uh, those studies because I'm aware of the studies where you get uh, groups and then a control group and then you don't tell them Yeah. and it works. But I am not aware of uh, test groups where they know that they're being bullshitted and it still shows a positive it's correlation. Still, yeah, it does. That's awesome. Yeah, it's That's the awesome. roller coaster effect where you think you have that feeling that you're going to die, but you don't really die. And you still have that same endorphin release from your body. So you have that like same fucking, oof, like, holy shit, I survived. I love it. I love that. Um, I love that the mind is, I guess, like too prone for its own good, even. Right. Know? I think people think they're smarter than they actually are. Yeah. So absolutely. being aware of the study, think they think they can outsmart <laughs> the study. Okay. But they don't realize that the mind is actually part of the body. So uh, you think your mind controls your body, but your body also kind of fucking controls your mind. All right. It's a um, the, this whole thing about like neurons not only being part of the brain. There's neurons in your heart. There's neurons in your stomach. There's neurons all throughout your body. So they're perceiving and making decisions that you are unaware of. They're making decisions before you're aware that the decision has been made. Oh, man. I fucking love that. Yeah. Have you seen a study on, on this as well? On like, do you actually think that you control your own thoughts? Have you seen these studies? <sighs> yes. Oh, 
So I saw one that was very, very fucking enlightening. It was actually fucking uh, unsettling, actually, to me. Okay. So they've managed to make this box, and it has two buttons. And they they fucking hook up a laptop to this, and then they put a bunch of, like, neural receptors along, uh, like, all around your head. And then they take about 15 minutes, and they go, all right, sit there in front of the box, and then think about, I'm going to push the left button. Yep. And then I'm going to push the right button. And push the right button. Right button, left button, right button. And those 15 minutes, they're mapping out the neural, um, like the, the electrical signals coming off of your mind. Yep. So after those 15 minutes are done, they go, all right, go for it. Think about pushing the button. Go for it. And you know what button you're going to push before you push it? Before you fucking even move. Before you're aware that you Correct. decided that's the button you're going to push. Correct. It's like, boom, 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 boom. Decision has been made. And then your fucking mind registers the decision and then it makes the decision yeah so that means that these decisions are happening subconsciously yes before you're even aware of it that decision has already been made for you you haven't made the decision it's just already made and you're acting upon it afterwards and it happens in such a fucking infinitesimal time (laughs) that you stand alone are not aware of it yeah, but you map that shit, and uh, free will kind of starts to yeah, kind of like apart. It's just like it starts to fall apart. It gives you the illusion of choice in yep, your own head. That's it's it. Just like yeah, okay, I, I made that decision. Like, are you sure? You yeah. can't be fucking sure because we map what decision you're going to make before you made. You were aware you were making that decision. Yep. So if this is the case, then there is no free will, right? And if there is no free will, then Everything else we've said beforehand just kind of is not relevant. That whole positivity thing, the whole negativity thing, it's already mapped out. No shit. So you are already susceptible to um, becoming positive and changing the course of your life already. Yeah. Before you even took the decided action to do so. (laughs) Fuck (laughs) you. It's incredible. Uh, the thing I like most about the the box test is that when they're actually um, like in in the middle of it, in like the thick of it, uh, they they're st- they're sitting still, and then like their arm moves ever so slightly, mm. and the box buzzes. It goes, Bleh. oh shit! Oh, you're gonna push the left one, Bleh. and it's like trying to outsmart yourself, and you think that you can outsmart yourself by being like. I'm going to push the left one. I'm going to... Uh, just kidding. Right one. And... It already knows. That was already... You had already thought that. Your yeah. subconscious <laughs> was already fucking aware of the fact that you were trying to outsmart yourself. And it's just... Uh, 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 every fucking time. It's fucking crazy. Um, yeah. And the implications are are uh, unsettling. Unsettling, to say the least. Definitely. But I, again, I think it, it leads back to people think they're smarter than they are. So yeah. any decision they make, whether it be positive or negative, is just kind of it's already been decided. Yep. Ah, shit. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm uh I have a lot of trouble with that concept of free will. Yeah. Um, I find myself um always bouncing back and forth with everything, uh, with all the information I'm presented. 
you know, a lot of times I definitely want to think that, like you were saying, the whole positivity thing, the whole secret thing, the whole sourcing thing. It's all about um, changing your perception and acting upon it. And that would be an argument in favor of free will. I am yeah. capable of changing my destiny, right? I think we are. I really think we are. Despite these studies about free will and the implications of them being that we don't act freely, um, I think we are. Um, the only thing it's proven is that we are susceptible to positivity. Just we or, haven't really or negativity or negativity, and just we haven't really been exposed to it. We're we're susceptible to both, and it's just really dependent on what we're what our environment is. So our environment kind of predicates that by saying by being positive, we're going to be in a positive mood. By being negative, we're going to be in a negative mood. So I guess that kind of determines which path you take. Uh, this is um, very quickly becoming an argument of nature versus nurture. Like the more I hear you um, talking about this, uh, the more I'm just kind of like, oh shit, this is nature versus nurture. Here. Yeah, it is. So nurture would be, uh, I am totally in control of um, making my environment, creating my environment, as opposed to, oh, well, I've always been surrounded by negative people, so I'm just negative and that's the way I'm going to be. Circumstance. Yep, yeah, exactly. So it does, it, it has a lot of implications. This psychological study has a lot of implications into um, how the human mind works and how it affects us physiologically and how our own thoughts are able to diverge from the expected result, I guess. So there's this grand philosopher, I don't know if you've heard of him, Plato? Uh, no, I don't think no. I, yeah, of course I've a fucking heard of Plato. <laughs> I know, making reference to <laughs> Polkai. Uh, oh, all right, nice. Mr. You can do it. <laughs> oh, you should really like, uh, read about Plato, man. Yeah, um, I'm so fucking awesome mm. <laughs> and intellectual. Yes. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, whatever, bitch. We were part of the AP courses. You were, <laughs> we were exposed to Plato in fucking eighth grade. <laughs> Not when we were 23. We were told that we were smarter than you a long yeah. time ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, Plato's allegory, the cave. Fucking A. Yeah, that's uh, some of his most renowned work. So, a uh, quick synopsis of the cave is just, you have this these uh, men in a cave, right? And they're strapped yes. down to... Uh, whatever they're strapped down to. They're kind of just bounded to this cave. And all they know of reality is these figures that are being kind of morphed projected. by light. Projected by light. Yeah. Right? So, so these things are being projected onto the cave wall that's directly in front of them. Yes. While the real world exists behind them. way behind them, yes. Outside of this cave. So this is all they know of reality. The, uh, for all they know, this is reality. Right. But... One day, one of uh, one of these men's men break free and escapes the cave, and he sees this fucking onslaught of color and light and smell and all this stuff, and it breaks. He it fucking just shatters his illusion of reality completely. Right. Yes. So, 
And this whole argument of nature versus nurture is just okay. We, we're definitely part of definitely part of our construct is nature, and the other part is nurture. I think we're we're both simultaneously. Yes. So if we're we're con- all we know of reality is negativity until we're exposed to the positivity, and positivity kind of just shatters our expectations of reality. Right. So. I think this is applicable in this situation because uh, given this allegory, given the, our expectations of reality and even free will, we're not really, we don't know what we don't know. So the unknown unknowns, the unknown unknowns, right? There's the known knowns and then there's the known unknowns and then there's the unknown unknowns. Exactly. So he's exposed to something new and it changes, it changes his frame of reality. So I think telling people that they're smarter, telling people that they're exceptional, telling people to think positive is basically the man freeing himself from the cave. Well, I would say that it's someone coming and unchaining the individual. Exactly. Someone coming with a set of keys and saying, Hey, Holy fuck, dude. There's more to reality than this. Yes. There you go. So, I think that's a fucking beautiful allegory. It is. It is. It really is. And Tony Robbins is the guy that unleashes that. He's the guy that <laughs> unlocks your chains. <laughs> For only a small fee of $500. <laughs> no shit. You can free yourself from your fucking chains. Yeah. Uh, a small fee of $500 for your first session. That's fucked. That's fucked. That's fucked that we've been able to, uh, we have successfully monetized uh, human perception. That's fucking terrible. Or human potential. Yeah. I think the unfortunate part of human potential is some people are unaware of their own potential. And if you enlighten them to their potential, then they can... I don't know, be a better version of themselves. And that's where the whole positivity comes in. Absolutely. Uh, I think there was like, um, I think there's like a, like a comparison. I, I've heard Albert Einstein um, invoked in this kind of example where uh, he never had good grades. He was like failing his classes. Right. Um, he didn't learn to fucking speak until he was like six or seven years old. Yeah. And if you grade everybody on this like scale of uh, like, oh shit, everybody has this preconceived notion that you should be doing good in school. You should be uh, speaking at age three or four or whatever the fuck it is. If you measure everybody with the same stick, then you're going to have a lot of people that are never going to um, get up to their potential because you're fucking grading them on this arbitrary scale. Yeah, his um, infamously is attributed to the quote, if you, uh, if you judge or if you grade a fish on its ability to climb a tree, then like he's going to fail every time. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one that I was yeah. thinking about. Is that a misattributed quote? I don't know. 
Okay. He's misattributed with a lot of fucking yeah, positive he is. quotes. Definitely, he is. Yeah, but that's the one that I've heard. And yeah. Thank you for for um exactly fucking stating it. Um, it's it's exactly that. If you if you measure a fish, uh, in its ability to scale a tree, uh, it's it's gonna be fucking it's gonna fail. Yeah. But I mean, um, everybody is good at something. Uh, every, everything is everyone is better at something than the next fucking guy. And if you're able to fucking hone that in and polish that, then a lot of people are are able to be successful. But if you grade everyone on their ability to, let's just say, for instance. So then how do you measure success? Yeah, no shit. There you go. Like we've, we've gone like on I'm here and talked about. Again. <laughs> we've <laughs> talked about people just like just fucking pulling themselves up by their bootstraps and just working towards something and bettering themselves. Yes. So they can be successful. But that's, again, that's our measure of successful. And that's kind of always, uh, measured by monetary value yeah yeah there is um an expectations of how many commas and zeros are in your paycheck to reflect uh how uh, your worth yes as an individual for sure uh well hmm. uh i really like that insight uh, i i i think that we have successfully quote unquote jumped back into a subject and wrapped it up here <laughs> i love it uh let's move on to the third beer of our lineup today so we are having from let's see here oh shit hey real family real ingredients <laughs> real family real ingredients real family real ingredients real family real ingredients yeah it's these guys again uh so this is four sons brewing company I believe this is their third showing on the lineup. So we've had them before. We had the, uh, uh, what was it? Bittering and it was a sour, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Sour yeah. IPA. I think so. Um, we had the PBK, which was a sour peanut butter and jelly. Which and, was delicious. And, um, K for come. Yeah. I think that's what we agreed upon <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> with the fucking, like the, the dripping white shit that yep. was all around the can. <laughs> <laughs> i think they really wanted to go for um what was it? it was a berry it was a fucking berry that's the currants yeah i think it, it was peanut butter and currants currants yeah currants like a current like c-u-r-r-a-n-t-s like money. i believe I, no, no 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 not like <laughs> currency like currants like the berries like i never guess. heard of them yeah there's currants i'm an uncultured swine i've never heard of current <laughs> berries all I know uh, is strawberries and blueberries, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what about raspberries? Oh, yeah. That was what sweet. about blackberries? Fuck those blackberries. What about boysenberries? <laughs> Fuck those blackberries. <laughs> <laughs> those subpar blackberries. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I think that they were trying to go with PB and K for currants, which is uh. weird because currants is not spelled with a k so i don't know exactly what the fuck they were trying to do there but this is their third showing on the wasted content podcast and this is the other beer that i mentioned was a collaboration so this is dirty heads vacation it's a session ale brewed with pineapple and it is from four sons brewing company the dirty heads uh reggae band nice that's and what i thought it was 
and CBK. So again, CBK pulling their fucking homies together, getting everybody involved in the same conversation and making a beautiful thing with everyone's collaboration. So uh, let's see here. What do we have? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Real family, real ingredients, real family, <laughs> real ingredients. <laughs> I feel like I've heard that before. We don't have shit that's telling us what to expect. Good. No fucking stupid narrative. I guess not. The only thing we have to go off of is a session ale brewed with pineapple. So this guy comes in at a 5%er, which I believe to be a very respectable ABV for a sessionable. Okay. So let's see what we got here, man. Alrighty. All right. So, um, a beautiful beer here. Uh, this looks super refreshing. I'm, I'm looking at it, and I, I can already tell I'm. Uh, this is gonna be fucking refreshing, which is nice. Um, you know. Yeah, it's a I nice guess. hazy color. A little bit, tiny bit. Yeah, not too much. You can't see through the glass, so. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's got that like a uh, like a lightish yellowish orange tinge, a little bit more on the lighter side. Um, the head started off strong and it's dissipated now. Uh, it's not a very big full head, which is not something that we should be uh, expecting from a four point five percenter. So. Right. I thought that was this was at five percent. Was it five percent? I think it was five percent. Okay, five percent. Fuck. All yeah. right. All right. Well, I mean, this is uh, uh you know, hey, we're fucking. Featuring another pale ale. Uh, we're featuring pale ales back to back. Uh, and uh, from, you know, having no pale ales to having two right back to back. Uh, I think this is the way to do it, man. Uh, we have a very good comparison with the Sweet Sensi, which we've graded, um, I say, I'd say moderately high. And um, I mean, fuck, we got a sessionable here. So let's see what this beer has to offer us, man. See how it measures up. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, whoa that's really tart mm. um i didn't get a lot on the nose i'm getting that kind of like metallic a little bit kind of really nose. tart on the nose it is it is i think that the, i think that that's what's actually doing it yeah um i think every time that we've had something that's a little bit tart or sour um we get this this like slight metallic -y yep kind of uh uh scent on the nose and this is that's definitely coming through on this one. It's really a fucking a nice like bouquet of fruits. Okay. It's it's kind of yeah. There's pineapple. I'm tasting a little mango. Um Wow. Yeah, that's nice. Um, I I'd say the nose doesn't give any of any of it away. Mm -mm. Uh, you don't get any of this like fruitiness on on the on the nose. Um, I feel like the sweet sensei did that. Uh, I feel like the the doppelbock that we had at the top of the show did that as mm -hmm. well. And this one doesn't give itself away at all on the nose. It just kind of uh, waits for you to to taste it 
uh, certainly fucking smooth, super, super smooth and bright as fuck. I mean, this thing is like, this thing has a super citrus punch. That's what it is. It's a, like a really citrusy finish to it. Super, super citrusy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, I, I would have to say that it absolutely is a pineapple citrus. Yeah. Right? It's not like something that'd be like a little lime, a little lemon. I don't know. I, I, I get a little bit of lemon citrus to it. Yeah. But I think it's only um, like, in, uh, like a supporting character, a supporting role for the prominent pineapple citrus sweetness that yeah. we have here. It's a very interesting, like complex flavor here. It's not as hoppy as I thought it would be. Uh, At all. Relative to the fucking, the pale ale from Los Angeles Ale Works. For sure. Uh, I, I'm getting no hops on this, actually. There's like no hops that are coming through for me. It's really dry. Yep. Um, no hops. Um, I, I, it's it's somehow managing to be um, juicy and then dry, right? Very quickly. Mm -hmm. I think that's only coming from like the citrus thing. It's, right. Uh, it's really juicy up front, and then you get that like bitterness aftertaste. Just to like kind of level it out and makes it really tart and dry at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, I'm I don't have there's no hops, there's no bitter for me. It's just like a very smooth, pleasant, um, just refreshing, super refreshing. Refreshing as fuck. Yeah, definitely. Like this is gonna be fucking really good for like a hot summer day. Another one of these like coastal beers. Yep. You want to fucking definitely crack this open. Poolside. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Poolside or um you know fucking laying out on the sand in the beach. Fuck uh, the beach though. Why why fuck the beach? I think we've been over this, but fuck the beach, dude. It's ugh, blah, 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 blah. fuck the beach. It's overrated. It's always sold as some place where you're gonna have fucking fun, and all you fucking get is fucking. All you get from the beach is fucking sand in your sandwich. That's all it is. Sand up your ass and sand in your sandwich. <laughs> you go into the water and you get fucked up by the waves. You get <laughs> yeah, beat the yeah, fuck up by sure. the waves. Fair enough. <laughs> You're always afraid of fucking sharks because every other fucking day there's a fucking news report about a surfer being eaten by a fucking shark. You get seaweed on your fucking wrapped around your foot and you jump immediately because okay, you're a little yeah. bitch and you're like ah a fucking shark all right fair that that's that's probably the worst part of it to me it's too much fucking traffic everyone wants to go to the beach on fucking memorial day on fucking fourth of july on fucking labor day every fucking day i have fucking off everybody wants to go to the beach uh they want to I mean, go work that that just goes into uh my my being like positive one, no like what like one of my philosophies what's that uh a philosophy that i do not see myself changing at all ever <laughs> is people ruin everything uh yeah people yeah. fucking ruin everything man no the beach does a pretty good fucking job of that on its own 
I guess. I, I'm willing to look past like many things here. Sand in okay. your ass? Okay, sand in your ass. I mean, hey, they got like showers and shit. You could yeah, go, but you're still there with sand in your ass while you you're there. You could go fucking address that shit. Just go fucking wash your ass. They have like showers. For they that. have showers and they yeah. eat. What do you do? You just go home after you shower? Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> what do you mean fuck that? Fuck that. I That's... like the scenery too much to go fucking home. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, that just kind of sounds like that's on you, man. By scenery, I mean half-naked women everywhere. I mean, you get plenty of time to do that before you wash your ass. Yeah, but in the meantime, you have sand in your ass. (laughs) You have sand in your fucking chips. You have sand in your fucking sandwich. You have sand in your fucking ass. You have sand in your fucking vagina. I think think you're just... You sound (laughs) like you have sand in your vagina right now. Um, I think you're just giving yourself away right now. What's that? Like, you just sound like someone who doesn't know how to fucking, like, clean your hands properly before you touch food. Oh, no, I do. Like, you're like you're just a fucking moron. But there's sand everywhere. There is sand everywhere. Just don't be a fucking moron. No, because... Wipe your fucking hands off. Everybody wants to grab from the same bag of chips. You wash your hands, but everybody else just fucking digs right in, and there's fucking sand in the fucking bag of chips. You're just hanging around with a bunch of stupid people, My man. Family? <laughs> <laughs> family and friends? <laughs> it's just a bunch of uncultured swine, too. Uh, you know, um, by the way, I really do want to fucking uh, 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 um, give thanks to oh, yeah. uh, Trap Lord. Uh, I'm Trap gonna give, Lord? Yeah, I'm going to give thanks to Trap Lord, because uh, he reached out to us. About us being uncultured swine. What? I, I, yeah, I, I really like when uh when when I'm cor- I, I like to be uh corrected. I like to be wrong. Really? And yeah, there was a couple episodes ago where sometimes I like to be wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, uh, we it was a couple episodes ago. We had a beer that said that it had notes of stone fruit. Oh, and we didn't know what the fuck stone yeah. fruit was. Uncultured swine. Yeah, so yeah. apparently it's peaches. But uh, um, I mean. Who the fuck calls peaches stone fruit? I don't know. Some fucking like hoity-toity motherfucker. Jesus Christ. Just call it a fucking peach. Yeah, no shit, right? What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, but apparently stone fruit is anything that has um, a like a pit. Like a really big. Excuse me. Like a really big pit. Okay. A big seed. Wow. Why do we have different words for this too? Wow. Why can't you just call it a fucking seed? A pit. It has to be a, a fucking seed. pit. It's also it's also called a stone. That's mm. where you get stone fruit from. That's, that's fucking a fucking stone. Stupid. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> so um, you know, big ups to fucking Trap Lord <laughs> Fuck for you, Trap reaching Lord. out and calling us uncultured swine and ignorant. And uh thank you for enlightening us on something that we had no fucking idea about. <laughs> fuck you trap lord well uh i don't know uh i think um i think in spite of the sand in the ass and the sand in the sandwiches and the sand in the chips i think i would feel all right with this beer in my hand i guess given our message for the past fucking hour of be positive look at everything in a positive light yeah, no shit. Forget the sending your vagina. Just be positive. Enjoy the fucking moment. <laughs> Fuck that. Stop focusing. Forget on everything ne- I said. Forget yeah, everything. Stop Forget focusing it. No. on the fucking negative things, man. I'm not. You, 
You have a beautiful fucking bright blue sky above you. Uh-huh. You have fucking a radiant sun. Sure. A fucking a star mm-hmm. that is just localized in the vicinity. I'm enough. a fucking star. Dude, ask Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> you're made of star stuff, but you're not a star. I'm a star. I shine bright. I am radiant. This sounds like a fucking, like a... Like a tampon commercial or some shit. <laughs> I'm strong. Freedom. I'm beautiful. I Freedom. am woman. Freedom. <laughs> fuck you. I am radiant. The fuck? <laughs> I would say that. You're not as bright as the citrus notes that I'm getting here from the spear. Wait, tie it back here. Yeah, this this beer is fucking uh, tasty as fuck. Um, I love it. I I love the fact that we have a sessionable with flavor again. Yeah, here's another fucking pale ale that is uh, crossing out and xing out any expectation of just a regular fucking goddamn beer, a run of the mill beer. And um, yeah, we have a sessionable coming in at five percent, and it's got a respectable flavor profile. So um, I, I'm I'm ready to grade this beer. Yeah, what do you give it? I, I'm gonna give this a six point five. Same here, six yep. six point five. I'm gonna lean more towards the six six point five because it is really full of flavor. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I I love this. Um, this is definitely something that I could fucking pick up a six pack a 12 pack of and just fucking crack open back to back um obviously not with the expectation of getting trashed just something that you can have a few of that's going to be enjoyable flavorful and refreshing so um yeah definitely a very fucking coastal um beer to enjoy by the fucking water Ah, fuck the beach. (laughs) I love the beach. Son of a beach. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. I I just, I can't buy into it. I can't buy into the whole barbecuing at the beach thing. It just seems like a lot of fucking work. Why not barbecue at home? Enjoy your family. Enjoy the moments with your fucking family. Don't you don't have to go outside of your home to fucking find some serenity. But the beach isn't there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The beach isn't there, man. Like, dude, talk about like fucking you Sure, know, but just, like what do you remember? Do you remember the ocean or do you remember spending time with your family? Both. I, I fucking really? love the, yeah, dude. I fucking love the water. Ugh. Like, um, take a shower. I could fucking, I dude. I could spend my whole fucking afternoon in the water. I, I like to, I like to go past right where the the waves break, just past that, and just float and hang out right there. Just take in all the sun, and and listen to the waves crash on the shoreline, and just meditate. I mean, yeah, I do that anyway. Well, then with sounds of the beach <laughs> <laughs> Jesus with, with canned with canned beach gotcha <laughs> i don't know i just i i can't buy into anything that's supposed to be fun 
and something that's a, you're supposed to enjoy. Yeah, it's yeah, just, definitely. It seems like a bunch of bullshit. You know, <laughs> they just found a way to fucking trick you into going somewhere in pain for something. You know, okay. If, I, if you go to the beach, I'll complain about that. You're gonna for pay sure. for parking. You're yep. Gonna, you're gonna pay for fucking coal because your dumbass is gonna fucking forget it anyway. <laughs> so you have to go out and fucking buy it somewhere nearby, and it's always fucking marked up almost fucking three hundred percent of whatever else you can get it from absolutely yes so they're just fucking i don't know they're fucking capitalizing on people's fucking emotional state of wanting to spend quality time with their family which you can do at home (laughs) 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 it's not the same it's not the same sure yeah yeah i mean there's that communal thing of like fucking working together towards something right like you're you're you all have to get up early you all have to get ready you all have to suffer through the traffic you all have to suffer through finding parking you all have to suffer through finding a spot on the beach that's going to be just for you and you become really territorial on the beach because this is your spot (laughs) nobody can encroach on your spot (laughs) this is my spot yeah yeah you know what commiserating actually brings a lot of people together it does yeah yeah (laughs) i'll give you that (laughs) what's the fucking saying misery loves company (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you can be miserable at home <laughs> fight over who gets the best seat to the television <laughs> fuck now that's my seat dibs <laughs> <laughs> what are we watching no i want to watch this fuck your boring shit i want to watch this but now oh, fuck that is a fucking struggle man you know uh it it just becomes uh, increasingly apparent how everybody's taste is subpar when it comes to that yes and the you things know? that are most important to you nobody gives a shit about absolutely yes like i love this you guys have to watch this this, is, no. this, this documentary on fucking whatever on fucking i don't fucking know beer um <laughs> no shit uh. and nobody's fucking interested other than you and you're like, you guys have to watch this it's so fucking cool like yeah whatever motherfucker yeah you guys have to listen to this podcast about beer ratings and nobody gives a fucking shit. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> um, I had this experience with Cosmos. Uh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll tie it back into this. So um, I was like super fucking all about it. Uh, I think it was probably like mid midway through the season. And I decided uh, this is something that I want to share with my family. Cosmos with Carl Sagan or Cosmos with Neil deGrasse Tyson? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I was like, fuck, I really need to fucking share this with my family. So I, you know, blocked out uh, a whole fucking section of their day. And, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like a piece of shit, (laughs) like fucking, you know, like, um, like scheduled entertainment. Right. Wow. Welcome to the 1950s (laughs) podcast where we schedule television watching. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I got um, my brother-in-law, my sister, my niece, my mother, all in the same room. And I said, hey, we're going to have a fucking great time. Yeah. And what ended up happening was um, everybody kind of falling asleep. And, like, busy with their own shit. Meanwhile, they're awake. Yeah, and just kind of looking at their, like, uh, like their, their, phones, their phones. Yeah. And just, like, kind of like, when the fuck is this going to be over? And um, it was a super disappointing experience for me. <laughs> These are the people that bred you, dude. Like, you should yeah. turn around and be like, pay fucking attention. This is what you created. You pe- You created this interest in this, not me. 
This is an alternate version of what is entertaining to your genetics. <laughs> There's got to be something there. Come on. I'm sorry it's not Big Bang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. I, I think that might have actually uh, tested better in yes. my family. You know, the canned laughter might have helped mm. along the fucking interest. Like, oh, this is where we laugh. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There's not really any fucking defining laughter moments in Cosmos, which I think is probably where the disinterest comes in. Uh, There definitely is. You know, that whole like fucking uh, in five million years, our star is going to blow up. (laughs) That bullshit. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Oh shit, we're fucked. Hey, yeah, we're fucked. Hey, we're Doesn't fucked, matter guys. what you do. <laughs> the star's gonna blow up anyway, and we're all gonna be fucked. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna move to Mars. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> oh, there, there's a comet coming in our direction in a couple million years. And whatever you do today, you're, you're fucked anyway. <laughs> our galaxy is gonna collide with our neighboring galaxy and in then a be few billion years. Fucking enveloped into a black hole. Yeah. Yeah. So you wanna you wanna hop you wanna hop planets within your own solar system? That's cute. Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty funny. <laughs> oh, you wanna hop to the um the neighboring galaxy? Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> you wanna bend, bend space and time so you can travel to the next galaxy, the neighboring galaxy? Nope. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Well, it'll happen, uh, but sure, but it'll happen. it'll just kind of doesn't it wouldn't play, matter it'll yeah. play out the same way anyway. yeah <laughs> fuck <laughs> fuck <laughs> fuck that's so fucked that's so fucked you that's know? all these shows are dude they're they're the fucking telenovela of fucking the universe they're trying to create this fucking dramatic scene of like the world is gonna fucking come to an end and what are you gonna do in the meantime you know tune in next week to see what else is gonna kill you <laughs> <laughs> yeah tune in next week for the next fucking abstract fucking threat <laughs> yes to your existence diabetes <laughs> no shit man i mean fuck I, you know the, these things is is so crazy like uh, the way that i have um i guess uh invested in my interests has been a lot more about like super abstract ideas that would never affect me right like, I remember being a fucking kid and worrying about the fact that our star was going to fucking turn into a, um, a what is it, a red giant? Yep. And it was going to envelop fucking Venus and fucking, um, what's the other one? Venus and then there's my, Mercury. My, Mercury, thank you. I was going through the my very. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Mercury and Venus are going to be enveloped, and then Earth is going to be enveloped mm-hmm. as well. And then it's just going to fucking like toast and roast everybody that lives on the fucking planet. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, oh my fucking God. All right, we got to get the fuck out of here. All I got was like, yeah, shut up, do your homework. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just do your homework. Yeah, two don't, wor- don't worry about that. That's two like fucking, two. that's like about like fucking 5,000 years from now. Dude. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to be around. <laughs> You're not going to be around. You know, it's just been a fucking race. It's been a race to like make us, um, and by us I mean the 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 human species, um, less viable. 
by by the time that anything catastrophic act like outside of us okay. happens. Like it's kind of been like uh oh yeah, oh yeah, you're gonna fucking you're gonna turn into a red giant. Well guess what? I'm gonna fucking ruin this planet before you fucking do that. Like Oh, I see you know? I see where you're going with this. <laughs> like yeah. fucking what is it? You would cut your fucking own nose off of your face and mm. um out of spite. I, I think I fucking ruined that that phrase. It's something like that. Something like that. It's like oh, you'd cut your nose off. It only works on off. Jewish people. <laughs> Cutting your nose off of uh out of spite. <laughs> like fucking just uh completely fucking creating <clears throat> excuse me, self harm in the fucking in in the uh attempt to fucking say Oh, your your fucking shit doesn't bother me. Yeah, I mean, you can attribute that. You can say the same thing about drinking. You can say the same thing about using drugs. You can say the same thing about anything we do. It's just, yeah, we know it's harming us, but we understand that we're only here for a fucking finite amount of time anyway. So what right. the fuck does it matter? Like, we're going to drink till we die? Okay. If we don't drink, we're going to live a little bit longer? Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't really affect us. Yeah, and that's kind of the mentality that has, uh, uh, you know, created the fucking ecological disaster that we are encroaching upon right now. Yeah, yeah. It, right? It's not, it's too far ahead for us to worry about. Right? It's too abstract for us to worry about. I don't, like, I'm not going to have to deal with that shit. Like, that's fucking their problem. Yeah, like, we think, again, like, this whole, like, uh, we were talking about it last week, how the fucking army targets 18-year-olds because their frontal lobe hasn't developed and they don't understand their own mortality i don't think we do anyway like even when we do we don't care it doesn't really matter because we understand the finite fucking the finite sense of everything and it doesn't really fucking matter um it's super unfortunate because uh one of the things that separates us from every other uh creature that exists in this and in 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 our known universe um the thing that separates us from them is uh foresight well one of the many things yeah um is foresight is the ability to fucking plan for the future and uh we have consistently squandered that fucking gift by being careless and reckless and apathetic absolutely fucking apathetic yeah because again we don't understand our own mortality like we we can conceptualize if we think hard enough about it but we don't really plan for the future that far ahead just because we're fed information like this like oh yeah uh five thousand years from now the fucking sun is going to turn into a red giant it's going to fucking evaporate fucking mercury and venus and probably earth so whatever the fuck you do doesn't really fucking matter uh, so we become ap- apathetic, we become sedated, and it, we don't really want to do anything. It's fucked. That's fucked. Uh, fuck. And, and I really hate that it it kind of, um, it insists upon, um, it, it, sense, it this subject insists upon itself. Uh, it brings itself to the forefront of um, philosophical conversations of like oh shit well does foresight actually harm us is foresight harming us is it kind of creating is is it generating apathy 
by telling us Ooh. everything that you fucking do doesn't matter anyway. So that kind of sets us up in a in like a mental standpoint of like, yeah, well, fuck it. We're not right? in the AP courses of the universe is what's going on. <laughs> you know, we're we're not set up to fucking no shit. We're not yeah. set up in this ideology of grandeur. Like we what we do doesn't affect the cosmos in a fucking significant way. No so, shit. We're we're not the test group that is gonna get scholarships. Exactly. <laughs> so we're kind of set up for failure up front. Just so then fuck it. Fucking life of uh, debauchery. Carbon and emissions sin. and fucking yeah. uh, global climate change. Sodomy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's kind of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That is kind of what's happening. Yeah, fuck paradise. <laughs> That's not pleasant now. <laughs> what? You know? I, I'm not. I'm not worried about maintaining paradise. I see. I want to fucking just harness its resources and then just exploit the shit out of it. Exactly. Yeah. Because me, 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 me. Mine, 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 mine. Now, 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 now. That's exactly it, man. That is definitely the mentality. So, I'm curious as to. Um, how foresight has something to do with this. And that's something I'm actually going to look into. I think, fuck. I think fuck too. I think it just kind of leads to depression. Um, understanding the futility of existence kind of makes you just meek. And just, I don't know, depressed, really. If you think long and hard enough about reality there really is no point to it <laughs> you said long and hard <laughs> <laughs> anthropos is a fucking five-year-old <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just really really trying to create uh yeah if you think long and hard i'm trying to create a parallel to what the general um public would have to say about your uh very introspective <laughs> thoughts said long and hard exactly uh, 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 uh. <laughs> exactly <laughs> um it's bleak i guess but what we've been fucking spewing out for the fucking past hour is just be positive about it like um you're here anyway yeah. Are you going to be fucking miserable the time you're here? No, and I, and I guess that goes both that that could go both ways too though. Yeah. Like I guess it all plays on your sensibilities as an individual. Are you altruistic or are you fucking selfish? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no shit. Like, all right. So we all have a fucking finite amount of time here as a species. Right. On this planet. In this fucking galaxy. So are you going to like do something that makes your time under the fucking sun better for you? Or are you going to do something that's going to contribute to a better future for, um, you know, the next generations? What are you doing? I'm just fucking worried about my fucking self right now, dude. Yeah. Like I could fucking barely fucking take care of myself. Why the fuck am I going to worry about taking care of other people or future people? I'm fucking having a tough time just taking care of myself. How could I fucking possibly expend any energy to give a fuck about future people? 
I'm too worried about fucking me now. Isn't that isn't that where they fucking kind of want to keep us to? I think so. Isn't I don't know where they fucking want to keep us. They want to keep us there. I don't understand why. That's where my fucking conflict comes in. It's just like, yes, this is the general fucking mentality of everybody because everybody generally chooses fucking selfishness over altruism. Yeah. Um. Why though? What 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 is the fucking end goal in like making people? this fucking selfish fucking animal what's the angle i don't understand like uh they want to keep us sedated and like worried about abstract fucking threats while the people who don't really care about them run the fucking country and like i don't understand they're trying to keep us sedated for sure they're trying to keep us worried about fucking abstract threats they're trying to keep us worried about the immediacy of now you know we we have we've been gifted the ability of foresight but we don't harness it because what am i gonna feed my family tomorrow right yeah what do i have to do to at work tomorrow yep no we are too concerned with uh keeping a roof over our heads and keeping clothes on our back and food on our table to philosophize about anything else. And given our history as humanity, like we know this leads to disenfranchisement. People who feel like they don't belong. Yeah. People who feel like their day to day is just this monotonous thing. And, they have no ability to connect. They have no ability. To, there's no sense of fucking we. Yeah. It's all me, 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 now, now, now. I need to pay these bills. I have these bills. I have to eat tomorrow. I have to do this. Um, but we have no sense of community. And. <sighs> fuck, I forgot where I was going with this. Well, um, I, I will say this. Um, I, I want to fucking slow clap to all of the fucking powers that be that have been able to fucking dissuade us from what we've evolved from i mean we have evolved from fucking uh tribes we have always in our fucking in 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 our in our conception as um fucking uh humans human beings we have always been kind of structured where we're contributing to one another's uh, progression. And I applaud the powers that be because they have been able to identify this kind of like a communal strong point that is inherent of our evolution and our development. And they've been able to fucking exit out. They said, you know what? That, that shit, nah, none That's of dangerous. that. None of that. Yeah. Fuck that. The fucking, like the, 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 what is it? Power in numbers or some bullshit. Yep. Let's get fucking rid of that. That's kind of a fucking problem to people who want to fucking gain control. That's kind of a fucking nuisance to the people that want to tell you how to fucking think and feel and act. If we get all these fucking people fucking kind of coming together 
and sharing ideas with each other and fucking being communal and all that bullshit, they kind of might figure shit out. They kind of might figure out that we're bullshitting them. Yeah, they have. This is what happened in the fucking Renaissance. This is what happened in all fucking, all fucking human fucking history where you have this fucking prolific fucking uh, kingdom that has produced enough and in, in a surplus where the peasants don't have to worry about food because they're being fed. The, the fucking, uh, it creates artists, it creates philosophers, it creates. Uh, people who think outside of the box essentially and it it it's a fucking threat to the people in power it it creates socrates who was forced to fucking drink hemlock because he was corrupting the children yeah with the with his fucking thoughts right right um hey there's a key word there that i'm gonna latch on to and it's kingdom Kingdom. so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna um pause this and we're gonna jump back into this and we're gonna get a taste of kingdom <laughs> ah. <laughs> this is a fucking this is a fucking shill right here <laughs> a terrible shill i really wanted to proceed with the fucking conversation there yeah but we do have a last beer on our lineup it's to review, last so beer. let's fucking do the fuck out of it all right would you mind telling us what we're having for the last beer in the lineup Is this called dessert? It is called dessert. Oh, shit. This is dessert. Milk Stout from King's Brewing Company. That's right. They are out of Rancho Cucamonga. Yes, sir. They're located about 15 minutes away from us. And uh, they are a very prolific brewing company in the Inland Empire. They do a lot of good shit. And this beer is is actually a great American beer festival medal winner. No yeah, I believe it got bronze in the 2019 Great American Beer Festival. Mostra Coffee. We're familiar with Mostra. Fuck yeah. Our friends at Mostra are fucking coming in here with King's Brewing Company. Uh, there's orange in this. Mostra Coffee. It's a dessert stout. Fuck yes. All right. 7%. See what this is about. Let's do it. Sweet. All right. So not too much of a head here on this one. Yeah. And actually coming in 7% ABV is uh, strange for something that looks this dark and something that's supposed to be um, super flavorful, I guess. Not much to the nose either. Are you fucking serious? Dude, I'm getting so much on the fucking nose. It could be my fucking... Oh my god. My fucked up nose though. Holy shit. No, I'm getting a lot on the nose here. And my deviated septum is what it is. (laughs) Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. All right. So uh, this beer has poured black with a little bit of like an orange or an orangish red tinge along the edges. Not something that's uh, quite pitch black dark. Yeah. As we've experienced with other stouts, it's definitely like an orangish red hue around the edge. And the nose is fucking incredible on this. So uh, we did read that it is a collaboration with Monster Coffee. 
uh we do see on the on the label that uh it features orange so i'm expect i'm expecting like some orange chocolatey how long have i been talking about like an orange stout no shit yeah Yeah. and actually you know that's one of the reasons why i got my hands on this fucking guy beautiful um you know it's part that and part um also wanting to like feature something from something awesome from a local local brewing company exactly so um i i saw that they had posted about them getting an award for uh great american beer festival um, I actually got a couple of beers that made uh, medal winners out of them, and this is one of them. The other one will feature, of course, on an upcoming episode. But for now, let's fucking enjoy the dessert from Kingsbury Company. Cheers! Cheers, brother. Wow. <laughs> That monster coffee coming in strong. Dude. Oh my goodness. Wow. All right. So big roasty notes up front. Yep. And also a huge orange citrus punch to go with it. That's an interesting combination, dude. Holy shit. Oh my God. It kind of tastes like a Tootsie Roll. They fucking nailed it, man. All right, so this is super chocolatey, uh, super goddamn roasty. This is a beautiful fucking roast. I expect nothing less from a beer that has paired up with Monster Coffee. Monster has been showing up. Hell yeah, man. I mean, like anybody who's anybody in the like coffee uh, craft beer community has to fucking reach out to these guys. Yep. Because they know how to fucking roast some coffee beans, man. This is a fucking beautiful fucking flavor. This is nuts. I, I'm so fucking happy that we're featuring this as uh, today's bomber. I've been looking forward to having this beer for so fucking long. I believe I bought this about three months ago. Yeah. And um, so it's been aging a little bit. I, You know, I don't think that there's any booziness that has had to settle here None. at seven percent um i didn't expect that to be so um but i mean god damn they've just done a really good job of creating all of these back notes that you would expect from an awesome stout and then just adding and featuring and kind of putting them center stage for like all these other flavors that they want to feature That orange zest is coming in super fresh. It doesn't taste like something that's just kind of been, um, it, it, I don't know. Um, maybe maybe we're up for a debate here. It it doesn't taste artificial to me. It doesn't taste artificial. Yeah, but at the same time, it tastes almost like that frozen concentrate minute made. You know that little tube they would sit in your freezer. You throw Put it water. in water. Yeah, you add water. You create your Just own. Add water yeah so it kind of like it's a nice balance between the artificial and the like real citrusy orange taste oh my god that's fucking gorgeous that's a beautiful fucking flavor 
All right, so man, the orange citrus notes that are coming off of this are bright, exceptionally bright. Um, they really um, kind of battle it out with Mastro's roastiness. Um, I, I can't really tell you which one is coming through stronger. They're both very prominent and upfront. And they sit on top of this like kind of dark chocolatey um, sweetness to it. And uh, God, I mean, that's just a fucking beautiful fucking stout. I don't think that I've ever had a stout that's featured um, orange the way that I'm experiencing it here this is a first no yeah definitely it definitely is a first i i really like this balance between the roastiness and the orange um like you're saying it's really hard to tell which one's more prominent in here i want to say it's the monster coffee but then at the same time it's the orange yeah you you take another sip and then your opinion changes somehow yeah It's bright, it's citrusy, it's roasty, it's malty, it's chocolatey, it's everything you expected from this beer. I, I I suppose so. I didn't know exactly how all of those flavors were going to play with each other. And uh, holy fuck, they've done it. I kind of had some idea in my head because I've been mentioning adding orange to a really malty beer. Yeah. And I think this is what I exactly what I expected from that awesome awesome yeah. from previous episodes i've been like oh fuck i can't wait until i have a multi orange beer a yeah. multi cream beer multi fuck something you know yeah um this is exactly why what i expected it's it's a little bitter at the end because of the fucking roastiness from the fucking coffee yeah but that's expected from a coffee right i mean as soon as you have monster on the label you know that you're in for a um a double dark roast mm-hmm Those chocolate notes, I don't know if they're coming from chocolate or they're coming from that roastiness from the the coffee. Oh, that's a beautiful sweetness. Uh, I, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to say that that that's coming from like the base of the stout. The the sweetness that's imparted, the chocolatey notes that are imparted. It's it's probably coming from um whatever malt is used here for this beer. Uh that's that's incredible. These these flavors just really do very very fucking well with each other. Uh, this is a fucking craft beer. Yeah, this is exactly what craft beer is all about. It's about getting all these fucking flavors and pairing them up perfectly with each other. Yes, and I really wish that I had kind of left out the fact that this is a Great American Beer Festival winner. Um, before our rating i already didn't do that um i mean i'll just have you know up front this is a bronze medal winner winner there is bronze silver and gold and i mean there's so many fucking beers out there to taste and experience i want to try silver and gold no shit right so we're gonna definitely have to uh seek out these uh beers that have beat this out because this is a fucking awesome beer Mm -hmm. this is incredible so I would say that probably what's kind of led to them only getting a fucking bronze on this one is uh, the 7% ABV that's featured here. Um, this is a very medium to heavy body stout. And I think in the stout category, um, if the, the, the higher the ABV 
and the bigger, fuller body and flavor profile you could get in there is probably going to garner you a better uh, rating. Yeah. So um, in the same vein, again, wish I hadn't mentioned it before. <laughs> Excuse me. But in the same vein as the Great American Beer Festival, I do, I, I can tell that this has potential for being bigger and better. And um, I think I'm ready to rate this fucking beer. What do you got? I'm rating this at an eight. This is a solid eight in the stout category. And I don't know, is this supposed to be imperial? I don't think it's supposed to be imperial. No, this is a milk stout. That's right. You're right. This is a milk stout. I really like the the simple graphic that they have here. They have um, and uh, from above view of a latte with the foam kind of spelling out King's Brewing Company, and they have a couple of packets. They have like a sugar packet and then another packet with Monster Coffee, and a couple of slices of orange. Very simple, very straight to the point. Uh, no backstory here. Uh, the only thing they tell you is this is a seven percenter. This is from King's Brewing Company, and it contains lactose. <laughs> nice. I like their I like their tagline. Actually, I've never seen this before. It says "Craft Beer Fit for Royalty." Nice. I think that's that's super fucking fitting. Seeing as how they were able to fucking go out there and get a fucking award for their beer. I think it's going to be eight for an eight for me as well in the stout category. Awesome. What would have bring, brought it up is the ABV for sure. The taste is amazing. That balance between the chocolate and the orange and the coffee and the like milkiness to it, like the subtle milkiness to it is amazing. Right. Um, it's a solid eight. Awesome. So an eight across the board for dessert. From King's Brewing Company. Yeah. It across the board. Beating treated like royalty. That's right. Yeah. I was uh, recently under a medical procedure that I will not disclaim on here. Okay. Um, sex change. Something along those lines. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pretty fucking cool picture of me bleeding out. And sending in a pool of my own blood. And okay. I have friends saying like, oh, cool. You're the first like sex change patient that actually had a period. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so that kind of brings credence to the fact that, uh, what was it? Uh, always? Uh, was it always? Is that the brand? What? That Yeah. There was a brand of tampons mm-hmm. that recently, be- uh, it, it's always included the... <laughs> The um the little symbol for females. Okay. You know, there's two symbols, right? Um, yeah, like the awesome powers thing. Um, no, it's like the like the little symbol that denotes male and female. Da-na-na-na. Yeah, Austin Powers wears the male symbol. Oh, right, on right, his right, fucking... right. There you go. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Um, or also, um, if you would prefer, um, the difference between Nidorino and Nidorina, as well, the Pokemon. That sounds like a coffee for Nidorino and Nidorina. They all they had the little symbol. Really? To, yeah, there was a male and a female version of them. And uh, then they had the little symbol. 
Have you seen the fucking uh that fucking stupid unicorn? I have never seen a unicorn no. actually. Oh, no. There's the, there's this unicorn that's making <laughs> its rounds in like elementary schools where fucking fourth or third graders decide what the gender of the unicorn is. Okay. And they have to draw a symbol around its genital area. Oh my god. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. So, well, no, 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 I'm sorry. They don't have to draw it. The the symbol around its genital area is a unisex symbol. So it's not female, not male, but it's unisex. Great. Yeah. So they have a fucking mascot for this shit now? Yeah, it's for like this bullshit. It's like the transgender unicorn because for some reason the fucking like transgender community fucking usurped unicorns. It was this like whole like fucking fantasy bullshit, you know, unicorns. Yeah. And now it's being usurped as a fucking like symbol for the transgender movement. Uh, that that's kind of like insisting upon itself, isn't it? Kind of, you know, because like uh, unicorns are just like mythical, and they don't exist. Oh, transgender people don't exist. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So, what kind of <laughs> kind of message are you sending here? <laughs> um, they are a figment of your imagination. Is what <laughs> there they're existing. Go. Yeah, a figment of an overactive imagination. Brilliant. You just have too much time on your hands, bro. <laughs> that's what it is. Just you're just fucking. bored. You're bored. You're born into a first world country. And you're bored. You don't have anything to complain about. No. So, so you're gonna complain yeah, about you your own gender. Like I'm not a man. I'm not a man. I'm a female. Why was I born like into a man body? <laughs> this is bullshit. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> taking that skepticism, that healthy skepticism, and like really fucking just taking it overboard by saying like, well, you know, I really think. Uh, gender is a social construct. Yeah, I know that. You know, I I know that. I I have said this uh, quite a few times um, in my personal life and also on the podcast. Gender is uh, a social construct. No, I, I've said <laughs> I've said question everything, but goddamn, dude, you got to fucking draw the damn, line somewhere, for bro. Real fucking a. You maybe you took that shit a little too seriously, huh? Mm-hmm. Fucking a. <laughs> Question everything. So, uh, it wasn't a sex change. <laughs> All right, good. Yeah. yeah, I'm sitting there. I'm being wrapped up. Um, my leg is being wrapped up by this Asian nurse, and I'm can't help but think that she should be doing my nails as well. <laughs> uh, might as well, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, just uh, wouldn't that come natural? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you want you want gloss? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, did I? I don't know. It bothered me how much the nurses try to outdo each other there. Okay, like there's this they they're all fucking pretentious as fuck. Like, relax. You all took the same fucking test in the state of California. You all passed the same test. You all have the same fucking base of knowledge. Um, they're always trying to outdo each other, and like my way is the correct way. And they all they scoff in front of fucking patients. Of how the other person is such a bad nurse. Um, and like I, I don't get it. I don't I don't I really don't get it, but yeah. Anyway. That's wonderful. I wonder what the hell they think that that's doing to their um H cap scores. Uh H cap scores are um I don't know what the fuck the um what is it? The the letters that are making up the fucking word. What is that shit called? It's called a um, language <laughs> acronym. 
Yes, thank yes. you. <laughs> you. You weren't wrong with your first answer. No, I wasn't. <laughs> you were technically right, you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I don't know what the acronym stands for exactly, but HCAP scores are um, a national uh, grading system yeah. for um, medical and hospital environments. Okay. So they, they kind of grade you. They, they No, not they kind of. They do grade you on... Uh, your perception of the service that you received. Okay. So they um, ask you about, hey, did you feel like you were treated with, um, you know, respect? And uh, do you feel like you were informed? And do you feel like, um, you know, you had everything uh, presented to you for you to make a decision? And um, amongst other things, like, you know, cleanliness of the hospital and all that kind of okay. shit. Okay. But HCAP scores are a way that hospitals are graded on a national level and that determines how much government funding they get to so i kind of wonder if these nurses are giving a shit about that with the perception that they give off to their patients i don't think so i think they're just kind of self-deluded in their own abilities no shit they're they're they're, human you mean oh yeah (laughs) yeah they're human ah they just so happen to be fucking human there's a persistence to fucking make the other fucking nurse uh, seem inadequate for the job that they're doing um this has happened multiple times not just this one time but i've been to hospital several times unfortunately and every time there's the one nurse that feels like they're the shit and they make the other nurses look stupid in front of patients or patients family that's fucking terrible yeah i like, mean uh like talk about like fucking being completely fucking um unaware of your surroundings exactly right? Like, you are dealing with someone who already doesn't want to fucking be here. They're already fucking uncomfortable. They're already fucking just in a shit place. Like, dude, who the fuck wants to be in a fucking hospital, right? Who the fuck wants to be sick? Or who the fuck wants to be injured? Who the fuck wants to be in repair, in, on the mend? Nobody. And then on top of that, you're just going to fucking come over and, what, make these people feel a little bit more insecure? About the fucking care they're getting, <laughs> right? What from the your, fuck is their that? fucking coworkers. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Uh, so the lady's wrapping me up, and another nurse is there in the room, and she's and it's a male and a female. The nurse that's wrapping me up is kind of doing it slow and just kind of like taking her time, and she's trying to help out the other nurse there that was assigned to wrap me up and. The nurse is just like, no, I can do this myself. I can do this myself. I've done this myself multiple times. I know how to do this. You don't have to be here. The whole fucking time. And every time looking at me for some sort of fucking like, I don't know, some fucking validation validation on their fucking remarks. Just like (laughs) rolling their eyes at anything. Like, really? Are you hearing that? You seen this shit? It's not (laughs) just me, right? It's like, dude, read the fuck lax. You took the same fucking test this bitch did and you both fucking passed. Congratulations, you're both fucking RNs. I like that, by the way. Re the fuck lax. Re the fuck lax. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand this fucking incessant need to fucking validate your own fucking knowledge, especially in that industry, in the healthcare industry. And it, yeah. it seems fucking something that's infecting all nurses across the board from any hospital in any fucking like state. Yeah, um, didn't you all fucking take the same, like, fucking oath? Yeah. Right? Isn't, like, it's something along the lines of, like, I will do no harm? 
something kind of shit. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that kind of fucking part of the fucking shit you signed up for? Mm-hmm. Held your fucking hand over your heart or whatever the fuck you it is you do when you pass that test. Like one of the like that's the only fucking thing to be honest with you that I know about the creed that they fucking take an oath to. Hand over your heart. It's no. It's fucking. I will do no harm. Oh, I thought that was the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> I'm sure they have to fucking. Are we not doing the out. fucking Pledge of Allegiance anymore? Uh, no, it seems like we're not, actually. Why? Good. No. Good. Fuck it. Fuck you. Fuck it. What I, the I never fuck? fucking did. I never oh fucking did the Pledge God, of Allegiance. you're one of those? Why? Even as a fucking child, bro. Why? I just, I just don't fucking believe in it. Pledge? The fuck? You're, you're showing some fucking gratitude for the nation that you're fucking born in. Oh, blindly? I'm just going to fucking go ahead and not accept blindly. Blindly? Thank you're, you very much. You're fucking well-fed. You're getting educated. <laughs> and like, what the fuck? Yeah, and I'm just going to screw Scrounging over. for fucking scraps and you're not fucking watching your fucking back every time you fucking walk down the street. I'm not. You're Bullshit, not. I wasn't. I fucking absolutely was watching That's because you pissed people back. off. That's you're on your own fucking merit. No, That's not dude. because of the fucking country. No, no. Bitch, it's we grew up be, in the same fucking neighborhood. Like, what the fuck oh, are you talking you, about? And you didn't feel like you had to fucking look behind your back? No, nah, it's cool as with the homies. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> as you're fucking walking along these fucking streets. I was cool streets. with the homies, bro. Yeah, no shit. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I never did. I never felt um, like a fucking... Uh, like uh, just an an unending and unquestioning fucking. It's not unending and unquestioning. It's it, not it fucking blindly fucking. I sued. pledge allegiance. Yes, bro. you're that's, pledging that's an allegiance to this fucking country. You're that's not gonna be a fucking traitor. You're not no, gonna fucking fuck that shit. Sell whatever fucking knowledge you have of this country to some other fucking bullshit country that's trying to fucking deteriorate us from the inside that's so by stupid. fucking breeding discontent and fuck. making fucking people <laughs> unhappy with the fucking pledge to our fucking nation yeah isn't like aren't they fucking actively doing that to that to us uh, as well aren't I they know. fucking doing that to yeah, us yeah, anyway yeah, yeah. so aren't why they fucking aren't why they? take away the pledge you're 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 pledging to this country you're not pledging to the fucking leaders of this country there's right. a big fucking differentiation between that. It's you're not. I guess there is. I guess there really is. Like, isn't it? Like you're, ultimately, you're pledging to freedom. You're pledging to freedom of speech. You're pledging to everything their fucking founding fathers created, or their slaves. Um, yeah. That uh, you're you're showing some fucking gratitude. You're. you're I don't understand why they took this away from fucking schools. <laughs> it's gratitude. It's fucking. <laughs> it's- Gratitude. It's, not gratitude. it's not blind. It's not gratitude. It's allegiance. Yes, and it's not blind. <laughs> it is. How? It is. Because you're just saying, no matter what, even if you guys are shit, even if you guys try to like systematically, no. systematically see, again, you're, fuck you're, me over. You're trying to fucking. I pledge allegiance that's to the you differentiation guys. differentiation between pledging to the country and our flag and the symbolic fucking nature of our flag <laughs> and what it represents and the leaders of the country who are pieces of shit human beings uh yeah okay well i mean um if you get a fucking ignorant unenlightened uninformed um uh constituency or society guess what you're gonna have um ignorant unenlightened uh, leaders and sure and these leaders are gonna determine what the fuck it means to be mm. a part of this nation it doesn't dude it doesn't matter the fucking symbol that is being presented it to you. does how are the f- you're, oh no, it doesn't yes it does no, it doesn't because yes, it does what matters symbols most, are important symbols are very fucking symbols important. are important yes they are oh my fucking god jesus 
Okay, so like uh, what? Like ribbons and shit? Like yellow fucking ribbons that I'm supposed to feel fucking um, like sad about or yes. fucking, uh, you know, respectful about mm-hmm. to supporting our fucking troops yep. and shit? Like, oh, I'm supposed to fucking like feel a certain way because Bitch, people fucking I tell said me. symbols are important. Not all symbols are important. Yeah, fuck that There's shit. a fucking difference. Ah, I, I leave symbols to the symbol-minded. Oh, that's cute. I saw that. I read. Fuck I that saw that shit. movie too. Fuck, that's not a movie. That's a, it's, no, it's a TV show, right? No, it's not a TV. Where show. did that come from? George Carlin. George Carlin. <laughs> yep, George Carlin. Ah, oh. I leave symbols to the symbol-minded. Yeah, wah, 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 wah. fuck that. Symbols shit, dude. are important. What the fuck, fuck are you shit. talking about? The, the dude, there's a reason re- why archetypes fucking work in fucking movies because they fucking resonate within us. Symbols are important. Whether we corrupt one or not, that's a different fucking story. But symbols are important. That's great. The symbol of fucking that's freedom, great. fucking civil liberties, and all that bullshit yeah. that the fucking flag represents. Yeah. Bullshit. Um, <laughs> is important. It's falling apart a little bit on your it is right fa- now. No, but- it's falling apart for sure. But that's not because of my doing. That's not because of the symbols doing. No, that's because of the corruption. That. That's, definitely didn't that's because that. of the nature of the corruption of the human being. Not yeah. because of the symbol itself. The symbols right. are important. The archetypes are important. They're important to our fucking... Uh, our subconscious are important to our conscious fucking mind. Okay. But I mean, what makes a bigger impact on you? The symbol of something... Or the reality of uh, it. Look at the Nazis, bro. The symbol. Okay. The I'll symbol look at the important. Nazis. The symbol is important. Okay. They were, they were the symbol of the Nazi thing. It, it's still prolific in our fucking day, where it's just it, it creates this fucking this feeling of um what the fuck I can't think of the fucking word <laughs> animosity. Right. Okay. Um, symbols. Symbols are important. That's stupid as fuck, too. How? I, I'm I'm gonna fucking co- completely fucking tear apart that argument. Go ahead. Do you know that the fucking swastika is a Buddhist symbol? Slightly 45 degrees. You mm-hmm. shift it over. It's it is. It's a Buddhist symbol. Yeah. And the fucking symbol had nothing to do with it. It went. It transitioned from something of enlightenment mm-hmm. to fucking um, genocide. Okay. And the symbol had nothing to do with it. It was all of the fucking, like, um, you know, rhetoric that was created around it. So the symbol doesn't really hold any That's fucking... That's symbol. It doesn't hold any fucking merit. It's the fucking ideas and the actions that are uh, taking place in, 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 like, response to the symbol. Fuck the symbol. The symbol has nothing to do, dude. A the symbol has swastika. everything to do. With a fucking it. The symbol has everything. You, you with, fucking with paint a fucking you swastika. You fucking people dying fucking... for the fucking swastika. What the fuck are you talking about? The symbol is not important. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. I <laughs> didn't say it wasn't dumb. I said it's important. <laughs> it's important to pledge allegiance to the fucking symbol. Fuck that shit. It's important the, what the, what it symbolizes, not to pledge allegiance to it, but. To completely disregard it in this fucking disdain that you have towards the fucking country breeds discontent with your own fucking country. Yeah. And that's exactly what the other fucking people who are trying to come into power want. They want you to fucking be discontent with your own fucking with your own fucking symbol. Okay. What if what if that doesn't stem from outside sources? It's not because I listen to fucking North Korean propaganda. Maybe it's just because Hey, yeah, the beautiful thing maybe, about marketing is you don't realize when it works. No, maybe it's because you know what? I fucking take a, take a look around, and something fucking sucks around here. 
Maybe something fucking stinks about yeah, this shit. Yeah, humans. And, people and, and fucking suck. Mm, you you know said it what? yourself. People it, ruin everything. Yeah, they do. Yes. They fucking do. Absolutely. People ruin everything. Yeah. But the importance of the symbol stands on its own. On its own fucking merit. Fuck the symbol, bro. Ah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck the symbol. Logos, dude. <clears throat> truth. That's logos. what logos means. Yeah, it but means not like, like literally it's, like logos. Like actual like logos as in like marketable yes that's um, exactly what the deri- der- derivation comes mm-hmm. from yeah but it doesn't have the fucking same meaning yes as a fucking does. painting or a fucking symbol it doesn't that's all it is it's a fucking symbol it's logos, synonymous with logos truth. is thought logos is a symbol of truth logos is thought logos is a symbol of it truth. is not a symbol of truth it's a symbol it of is, truth it is a fucking uh a suffix it is a suffix to logic. Yes, it is not a symbol, as in like a visualization. Logos, it's a visualization it of truth and reasoning you don't and know what logic. The fuck you're talking you don't know about what the right fuck now. you're talking about. Dude. Logos Carl is a suffix. Young, bro, he's all about fucking symbols. You know what the fuck you're talking about. Logos is a suffix. It 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 it, it explains an an idea, a thought, a, a thought, thought, truth. Yeah, it is not a fucking painting. Of stars and stripes. Yes, it is. It's not. It's a sim- <laughs> symbolic representation of truth and logic. <laughs> it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, you, I think that you have um, um, apportioned uh, that meaning to it in your own head. But it doesn't mean that. Logos is not literally I think logos. Been... <laughs> I think that you taking that word or that suffix words little, have little, meanings. A literal too. Words a little have too literally. meanings. Just because you dismiss it does not make your fucking what you're spewing rel- uh, relevant to this. Just you just completely dismiss it. But it, that's exactly what it is. That's where <laughs> the der- derivation comes from. It logos comes from truth. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with like logos symbol as, as used in our vernacular nowadays. Yes, it doesn't it does. have anything to do with that. It has everything to do with that. It's a symbolic <laughs> truth. It's what we bring forward to represent something. It's a symbol of truth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Read some Carl Jung, bro. <laughs> no, dude. Do you know what a suffix is? <laughs> uh, yes. It's not a visual representation of shit. It's a part of a word that gives definition to the whole word. Uh-huh. That's what a suffix is. Right. It's not like a literal word in itself that um, gives you a ris- visual representation of what yes. it's supposed Congrats to Congrats on fucking defining suffix. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But your fucking connection with logos and suffix <laughs> is irrelevant. Logos in itself is a word. It's a suffix and a word. <laughs> it's a word now. It's in, always in, been a word. It, it's a okay. All right. It's a suffix. It's a word. When you use it as logos, as like um uh truth and, and thought, mm-hmm. then it's a suffix. Um when you use it as logos, as in like our current vernacular, it is um, I guess uh like a definition of visual it's a symbol of the representation of your truth yeah your values okay so you allegedly just ultimate value 
I do. You pledge allegiance I do. to the flag. Okay. Of the okay. United States of America. The United States of America. And to, and the, to Republic, the Republic for which it stands. One nation. Under, under God, God. Indivisible. With for liberty, liberty and justice for all. Okay. And you don't feel sick to your stomach repeating all that fucking Absolutely nonsense? Absolutely not. That's all fucking bullshit. It's bullshit? all bullshit. How? Yeah, it's all bullshit fed to you to feel like you're Are we not a fucking, fucking republic? Um, for uh, uh, Is there liberty and justice for all? There's more liberty here than anywhere else in the fucking world. Is there liberty and justice for all is my question. Justice for all. Define justice. Oh, exactly. my God. You sound like fucking Bill Clinton trying How? to fucking say um, well, it depends on what is, is, is. I what guess. is, is, is your definition <laughs> of justice? <laughs> <laughs> there is no justice for all. Yes, there is. Uh, uh, is there uh, one 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 nation under God? Shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here. You think God has a fucking preference for what fucking nation you fucking live in? Yes. Get the fuck out of here. Yes. If God is uh, fucking standing over all, we of just talked fucking about fucking creation. The fucking, if God the is standing absence of over fucking free will, all of his fucking it's creation, the same fucking thing. The absence of fucking free will, and, and you have the fucking ego. You have the fucking ego to think that he's going to prefer your fucking nation. You are absolutely and incredulously full of fucking shit. You think God oh, gives a shit no. on what fucking continent you fucking live on? I think Get he the does. fuck out of here. Do you think that the fucking constituency of this fucking nation gives a fuck about your liberty? We're not talking about the constituency fucking, of this fucking nation. And your fucking We're not talking justice? about the corruption yeah, of the fucking are. symbol. It's part We're not talking of about the, the corruption fucking, of the fucking symbol. We're talking about the part, fucking it's symbol part. itself. We're not talking about the fuck people fucking suck. We're not talking about people <laughs> are fucking bullshit. We're talking about the symbol itself. Okay. And You're the pledging allegiance to a flag. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. We're pledging allegiance to the fucking nation, bro. Fuck our that fucking shit. community. Fuck our that. fucking family. Fuck our that. extended fucking family. That's what we're pledging allegiance to. You can fucking pledge allegiance to your fucking family with no fucking problem, right? Even if they're fucking pieces of shit, you don't give a fuck because they're your blood. Yeah, they're no your shit. tribe. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same exact <laughs> shit. That's your fucking symbol. Get I the guess, fuck out of here. I guess, you know what? If you were to ask me, I have nothing fucking in common with the people from the South. I have nothing in common with the fucking people from Michigan mm -hmm. or Minnesota or New Yorkers. I have nothing in fucking common with them. I also have nothing in common with the fucking founding fathers. I have nothing in common with the people that created. Other than the, the idea fucking, that you should have fucking freedom of speech. Other than the idea that everyone <laughs> has a pursuit, has the fucking freedom, the pursuit of happiness, because we've discussed <laughs> it before. And. Truth and liberty and justice for all. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Let's yeah. fucking go ahead and take a look at all of the other pledges of allegiance from every other fucking country. Mm -hmm. And I bet you they all kind of relatively sound the fucking same. Yeah, and then what the fuck fucks <laughs> it up? People fuck it up. <laughs> People created them. It's, I mean, it's fucking bound to be that. Any, any fucking ideology that's created by fucking man is bound to be fucking... Um, Corrupted. Uh, yeah, corrupted or fucking fallible. Like science. So I will not fucking <laughs> so I will not pledge allegiance to that. Absolutely not. It's a it's a fucking load of crock. But you're buying hook, line, and sinker into it's the ideology of, of fucking science. Yes. Get the fuck out of here. Absolutely. Get the fuck out of here. You're fucking stupid. <laughs> fucking stupid. All right, go ahead and pledge allegiance to your flag. I already did. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, fuck it. We'll end here on this contentious <laughs> nature of this episode. Fucking I mean, terrorist.
So <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and just fucking go. Allah Akbar. Yeah, I'm gonna go Allah Akbar. All these motherfuckers out yeah. here. Fuck them. Fuck fuck it. Fuck everything. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. And then fuck you could be out there fucking trying to save everybody, I guess. Yeah, because I'm a fucking hero of Captain America over here. <laughs> I am altruistic and you're selfish. We've been over this. Remember that fucking burrito? <laughs> no, I don't. I do. <laughs> I give a fuck about that burrito. <laughs> Clearly, you fucking did. <laughs> I win. <laughs> oh, you I piece win. of shit. <laughs> no. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. Kind of relative. I mean, yeah. Relative in I mean, relative yeah. terms, right? Uh, it's all relative, <laughs> man. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Uh, we will fucking send you off on this patriotic episode, and um, we're gonna well, be I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> where at least I know I'm free. Isn't that fucking sad? And at I least, the at least, the guys. I'm gonna stand up. Next, Next to you, you and something, something, something. But there ain't no land I'd rather be. God bless the, the USA. USA. <laughs> <laughs>